in five, four, three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. <laughs> Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos and motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, all right. All right. Welcome, everybody. It is Friday, June 30th. This is the Mike Rutherford Show. We're coming to you once again from the remote University of Louisville College of Business Studios here in sunny and lovely and historic Jeffersonville, Indiana. Visit business.louisville.edu to see what the UofL College of Business can do for you, including getting your MBA in just 12 months and feeling like you're being paid to do so in the process. Business.louisville.edu for more information there. We're on the air today from 3 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 961 FM, streaming all over the globe. You know us better as the Big X. It's Mike Rutherford here with Trevor Kelsey back in the kill room uh, once again, which has you know, the, the lights once again are off. Yesterday, you said something about having an idea and the, the light popped back on. It was very poetic. Uh, today, though, dimly lit, hoping that's not poetic and indicative of, the, of what you're going to bring to the table today, Trev. I hope not too. Yeah, it's instead of having only one, both the uh, lights are out above me. Yeah, it's it's dark. It's darker than even normal. Yeah, it's uh, which leads me to believe that maybe you didn't get enough sleep last night, or you've smoked too much already, or that you're just you're half brain today. I mean, the the the, the first option that might be working because I, I ended up getting the new video AEW game last night after I left here, and I didn't go to bed till about six this morning. Oh God! And I woke up at one. So 30, this is you eight and fifty eight finally getting your, your internet and TV back. Oh no 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 no. Oh it's still not back. No 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 oh no 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 no. Uh because because of that I just I broke down and went and bought the disc, which led to an entire adventure of going to five different places where I finally found it. Uh, I went to like two game stops like, well we we didn't get it in today. And I'm like rushing because everything closes at eight o'clock apparently now. Except for, you know, a few fast food places that, that love me and want to stay open for me. but Just for you. Yeah, but, like, even the mall closes at 8 now. Everything closes early. It's insane. And that's and in the end, that's where I ended up getting it. I had to get to the GameStop in Mall St. Matthews. I got there at, like, 7.58. I'm walking in, and a nice woman at the uh, nail salon. She's like, the mall closed two minutes. I'm like, I only need one. <laughs> I'm, like, running right past her. Well, more of a, like. Go, real quick. Look, 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 I got an idea. It's on. The idea, the, the light came on. So it came on and says, quit telling the story. The poetry continues. <laughs> the last time I was at the mall, this is just along the lines of what you're talking about. So everything does close early. It was like we wanted to go get a, a great American cookie. 
and I say we Virginia wanted a cookie. I was like, yeah, I'll get a cookie. Still in the food court, right? Yeah, still right. Well, not in the food court. It's, oh no, it's that's, all by itself. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's kind of weird. But so we turn the corner. It's like ten minutes till close, and the girl working has like taken everything down. She's like in the back, and I was like, are you guys closed? And she's like, yeah. And I, <sighs> I, I was like, I could make a fuss about this. I'm not going to be that person, but like. You shouldn't take everything down 10 minutes before you're supposed to close. I'm looking at your hours here. You're supposed to be open for another 10 minutes. I'm like holding up my three-year-old daughter. Just no. Who, by the way, was no, had no problem probably making a fuss. <laughs> try, she was good about it. Actually. Okay. I, I was very con- – yeah, that, that was one of those where I was like, if she starts screaming bloody murder, then you're giving us a cookie. <laughs> like, you're paying me and giving me a cookie at the same time. But I was like, come on, man. I, like, you know, what, what are we doing here? 8 o'clock means 8 o'clock. <laughs> come on, man. Have a play out. I mean, I'm holding her up, and like the, the, the girl's still just like, just heartstrings not being tugged the, at the all. The girl had a good day at school. Let her have a cookie. I, yeah, I mean, it was just like, I'm like, come on. It's a little bit ridiculous. But glad to hear, eventually, your story has a happy ending. It you did. You played the it game did. until 6 a.m. When did the mall switch to 8, by the way? I wish it was 8 when I worked there. I think it's 9 now. No, it's 8. That's what I was told. The last time we went, it was it was 9, but that was just a couple months ago. I guess it hasn't been that long, because they said they, they said they, they Maybe it was because it was Friday or something. And maybe I might might have been yeah, or was it a Friday or Saturday? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it, yeah. I think it might have been a Friday. Wish I got that. No, Friday hours are still eleven to eight. I mean, eight o'clock. I mean, how, that's just that's way too early to close the mall, right? You think Saturday it's nine o'clock? Oh, ooh, wow! And then, look at this. then Sunday's six. Ooh. Well, Sunday was always six. Not mine. It's not my mall. It's it, what, what time does it with. open on Sunday now? Noon. Okay, well now that's yeah, it was always noon to six because I you, I would work open to closes all the time. So you got the you got the game. Got the game. Had a good time playing. I did play a little bit of the MLB as well too. Why I had to wait for? It. Even with a disc, you got to wait for it to still like kind of download. It just doesn't take nearly as long. Thankfully, annoying. But because uh, because I have no cable still, uh, I have no internet still. Had had to kind of break down and buy the disc, which I probably would have done anyway because I had I was lacking patience. I was thinking it came out today, and when I realized it came out yesterday, I was like, I don't, I don't want to wait. You know. I did call the uh, good people at uh, Spectrum last night to ask them, you know, what the hell's going on in 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 in, in, in more ways than one, yeah. And they were like, "Well, we were working on it." Like, okay, can you can you like just throw me a bone of something? Like, tell me like it's going to be eight hours, it's going to be twelve hours, it's going to be, you know, whenever whenever you know the, we land on the moon, what, what, what's it going to be? And he's like, "Well, I, I, there's nothing we can tell you." It's, it, I should expect less from the good people who set up an appointment and tell you between 8 and 6 p.m. I'm basically Amish I mean, right now. Yeah, I mean, Help I am. me out. I, I have no, I mean, what is going on? I'm just like, well, I, I don't know. There's nothing I can tell you, sir. I was like, okay, well. And I don't know. This is this is maybe me. Anytime I call and I'm on like a, with a, a call service, I just, I love to ask them where they're at. And I don't know if maybe they probably think I'm stalking them in some I way. That's definitely just you. It's just me. I just love to. I'm fascinated always with that. So like the other day when I called Spectrum when it first went down, the woman was in Dallas. See, I always feel like like <laughs> see. I mean, you never I, you never wonder that though. You never. I hear? wonder, but I also feel like it's you know if, if they have an accent, I feel like I'm coming off as like the just derogatory American who's just like, where are you calling me from? Well, they they know you're calling from Louisville, so they probably already think that anyway. Where do you where are you calling me from? <laughs> like they're like, oh no, this this person's about to well, use some horrible. Where are you laying racial. your head? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, mean, so I know it's from America. <laughs> So yesterday, so the first day, the woman, woman was actually very talkative. She's like, "Oh, I'm from Dallas." Uh, she goes, "I'm in Dallas," and I said, "Oh, Cowboys suck." She goes, "Oh, I agree. I'm from Chicago, originally from Puerto." And just told me, like, "Tell me the story about her." 
It's like, yeah, I can still go back on the weekends, you know, on, on the summer. And she's just 100% lying. They <laughs> what? This, this is 100% of a lied story. This woman has concocted this story many times to tell in this specific situation. Possibly. You did not get to that cough button quick enough. But, but yesterday. That made it over the air. Yeah, good. So yesterday's probably better than the rest of the story. So when I made the call yesterday, I asked him. I said, so, you know, there was a guy. I said, so where are you at? He goes, I'm in Cincinnati. And I don't know why my first reaction was, Ready for that Taylor Swift concert? Damn right. <laughs> he, he laughed for a good 12 seconds. Did he really? Uh, yeah, he just started laughing. That's always a good feeling. And I, was like, and I was like, oh, did you know about it? He goes, not until just now. Really? <laughs> yes. I think he's the only one up there. Mary Rutherford en route, by the way. She may be listening right now. She's probably not listening. Probably not. She, well, is, she might uh, want to tune it in because you know what today's music is. It's going to be T-Swift. It's a T-Swift day, baby. She's heading up there. She left about, uh, I don't know, 45 minutes ago. Maybe a little bit earlier than that. She's going to run into traffic. It's going to be miserable. Taylor Swift, desperate to see at least three innings of Graham Ashcraft pitching tonight. That's why she scheduled the game. <laughs> that's the word that's out there. But it's happening at the same time. Although the uh, the Padres did. They had to move. It's supposed to be, it was supposed to be you Darvish versus Graham Ashcraft tonight. Clash of the bleeping Titans. But Darvish uh, apparently sick. They're moving him back a day. He's like he's going to pitch tomorrow. So not quite the showdown we were expecting in Great American Ballpark. But Taylor Swift will still be there tomorrow. So she can catch uh, uh, whoever it is tomorrow, Williamson versus Darvish. I don't even know. So she's she's doing tonight and tomorrow. Now. And tomorrow, yeah. Everywhere she's going, these things are so big that she's doing multiple shows at every city. Well, a lot of jam bands do double day, multiple day concerts. Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, I can't. Dugan Dugan's gone to multiple weekend widespread panic shows and stuff. I don't think widespread panics putting two hundred thousand people in seats for their shows. You better watch these save dudes listening. I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm just saying. How do you know? Maybe I like widespread panic more po- than Taylor po- Swift. Po- possibly, possibly that they've never been given the opportunity. Well, I, I would assume they have not. But uh, if, if, if they did, I don't think that they would have quite as many butts and seats as she'll have at Paycor Stadium tonight. Be but, the biggest narcotic bust in history. Yeah, that's fine. But, uh, yeah, we get T-Swift tonight uh, up there in Cincinnati. We've got... You think, be, you think people will be blazing during the T-Swift concert out there? I'm sure some people will. Okay, you think you'll get that whiff? Oh, yeah. I mean... Okay. You'll you have gummies taken, too, which won't give you a whiff, but you'll have... I could see the Swifties being more of a gummy gummy crowd. I can see that, too. You know, you might not you might not actually smell it in the air like you would at, like, you know, the Pink Floyd concert in the Yum Center. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, oh, no, nothing. No, no. I'm, just, I'm just curious. I just, what kind of atmosphere you're going to get? It'll be it'll be rowdy. Based on the video, I mean, Mary's just forcing me to watch videos last night. Like, the kids are screaming for something else. Mary's like, I want to watch this. I'm like, okay. The videos of like, her live shows? Of her, of her past concerts, just how crazy it is. I'm like, I, I get it. I've, I've seen some of the videos before. It's nuts. People are going crazy. But This is uh, what people look think about us when they, we talk about sports, probably. Like, why does this guy keep watching this game over and over? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, it's, I think, yeah, it, Taylor Swift is, is a big deal these yeah. days. That's, she's I just lost Wi-Fi here, by the way. Uh, but Welcome when Wi-Fi when Wi-Fi comes back, we want to hear from you on the Thornton Sax line at 502-414-1450. And a reminder, download that Thornton's Re- Refreshing Rewards app. It's going to save you money all summer long at any one of the 73,812 area Thornton's locations. Whether you need just the best-priced gas. I'm trying to say cheapest. Best-priced gas. <laughs> the best-priced treats inside. Thornton's has you covered. Just download that bad boy. Use it liberally. Have a good time, and then text us at 502-414-1450. So you, you got the game. You got a little bit of sleep. Yeah, well, I mean, I the weekend's off to a good start. I went to bed at 6. I got up at, you know, like 158, 2 o'clock. I mean, that's enough sleep, right? That's like, what, six hours? That's more than I've been getting, yeah. I think you're good to go. Yeah, I mean, now I do have the bats after this tonight. I'm, I'm a little curious what I can do tonight because 
Like I've got I've got a window of time between the end of the show and the bats game. The bats are seven fifteen. They always let later on Friday because of the uh, fireworks. And so it's a six forty five start here for those tuning in wanting to hear Nick Curran tonight. Or just make it out to the stadium. Or just make it out to the stadium if you like. So normally I order food and have it delivered here. You do. This is the thing that you like. I I, I do like. <laughs> Mikey like. But I'm a little like because Josh brought this. I thought about this earlier weekend that Josh brought it up last night when he was texting me something last night. He says, Am I, can I order food with the wire out there the way it is? Ooh. So, because in my mind, if I'm a, if I'm a, like, I'm not driving through that. I'm not either. Like, if I, if I, if I'm a dasher and I pull up, I'm like, yeah, bleep this. You'd have to put it in, like, the special instructions part of the order. But a lot of places don't even do that. Like, I guess I could call them or, because you get the number of your tech, your, your dasher. I guess I could maybe send them a message and say, hey, I'll just meet you at the house next door. I think you'd have to, because if I'm, if I'm a dasher and I'm pulling up and I'm seeing, like, a low hanging wire, especially, (laughs) no offense to the, the area, but around here. I'm probably like. I mean, anywhere personally. I, I mean, I'm probably like no, no. Well, I'm also like not going to leave my car behind the wire and just like no, no. Yeah. Like I'm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like the sword right now. Like I mean, you yell at me. Like the, it's like the town from Judgment Night. I mean, you scream at me to lock the door every day when we come in here. You're like, lock it, lock I'm it. <laughs> Run! <laughs> you, you, that's what basically you say. You're like, all right, sprint to the car. If, if you, when we when you pull up behind me and I'm walking in, if you don't get here by the time I walk to the door, it's, it's you're locked out. I'm, I'll cover you you're for out. so long. <laughs> you might get in a window or something. It's like firing warning shots out the door while I sprint in. But I, because but I, but I meant like it's an odd setup. Like walking up to this gigantic building at the end of the street is already kind of strange. And oh, it's you, already annoying anyway. You exactly. toss in a down tree and a low hanging wire that you don't know. Like I, I'd be a, I'd be a little bit nervous if I didn't have a special instruction. So, I mean, should I, so should I go with special instruction, or should I just like bounce out of here kind of quick right six and try to drive somewhere and get back? Because even then, with a forty five minute window. No disrespect to the the good hard workers of the fast food industry of Southern Indiana, they are not. They are a lot of things. Fast is not one of them. Now that Culver's takes if you want like a, a, a quick like little custard, it takes forty five minutes. Oh, I, that, I, uh, I, there's a Long John's down here. I'm if I don't have at least a ninety minute window, I'm not going there. Like they have two cars in line, I'm, I just might as well turn around. It, I mean, it's way, the way time it's going to take me probably fifteen minutes to get to wherever I'm going. 15 minutes get back, so wherever I go, I'm going to have to get, be able to get my food within a 15-minute window. And that's asking a lot for any place that has more than one car in their line already. I'm a little, I'm, I'm thinking maybe, so should I try that, or should I go, let's be honest, I'm not one to, like, move fast. I may be a Swifty, but only by, only by the love of the music, not by my actions. Yeah, I mean. Should I go, should I, and I just, I like the DoorDash because I get more opportunity. Like if I leave here and go get something, I'm down to like Arby's, which don't get me wrong, I love McDonald's, which probably is not going to be fast enough, <coughs> or rallies, which I've been I think that, you're good with the special instructions. I've been to that rallies. It kind of worries me. The question now becomes when, like, if you're doing the special instructions on DoorDash, what do you put in there? Like just drive through this wire? Because <laughs> I'm also a little bit do worried about limbo. I'm a DoorDash guy. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about the wire. It's like, okay, I don't know how much I can trust you, person I've never met before. <laughs> Believe me, it won't, uh, it won't hurt you. Just go and drive right under it. I got some bad news for you, uh, just breaking. I don't oh, know no. If you've seen this, uh, it is wrestling news. Um, oh, no. Darren draws Drawsdorf. Oh, the, the puke. Draw, exactly. Has passed away, unfortunately. At the age he, of 54. Okay, this is bad. I thought he died. He is not. No, he was. Uh, he was the one in the wheelchair. He. 
That's that's the one D'Lo paralyzed. Was it? Yeah. Oh well, that's that's why I, I thought. He, I, I mean, I didn't mean me. I, I kind of thought he had already passed away because he had. I believe this one. It was in. Yeah, he had. Uh, it was in a wheelchair for his whole last part of his life. He was. I, I knew that D'Lo Brown. I remember you telling me that story. Had had, had yeah. that happened to somebody? Power, yeah, that's that's Straws. Yeah, that's that's, that's sad. I, I mean, I didn't mean he didn't know he'd. Uh, that's that sucks. Yeah, just uh, apparently just happened. Just seeing that fifty four years old. Very sad. I mean, unfortunately, the vomiting and injury are the two most significant parts of his. My buddy, it's actually, wasn't much. What wasn't much in the ring to begin with, but it's actually it's Danny's. So Danny's little brother is the one who's like obsessed with wrestling. Actually, I like, had a brief stint where he wrestled in OVW, lost a tooth. Yeah. That's why he doesn't have a tooth. But he always pulls up, like if something bad is happening with the Reds or Red, he'll just like send this clip every single time where it's like he's gonna puke <laughs> from the, the Vince McMahon. Yeah, but he's trying to like make him during his like day, his interview or whatever. He's like he's gonna he's gonna do it. He's got he's gonna puke. Oh, like that's it's a, it's a funny clip. It's, it's the one where they're like show Vince some you have a special uh, unique skill, and he's like. I can vomit on instant. Which the fact that they turned that into an entire character, it's not a shock that that character did not, not last. What it's not, if that, is anything ever like tells you like actual Vince McMahon's level of intelligence? <laughs> it's like it yeah. I look at my phone. He, he just sent the video. He's just gonna like, puke. He's gonna puke. I think he played. I think I want to say he was a former football player. That sounds right. I, I a lot like, of players are. A lot of wrestlers are. Because he but. was in wrestling at the time. Like I was watching wrestling, and I feel like that was something that I I knew at one point. I mean, people forget. I think it was Roman Roman Reigns was like third team All ACC. Was he really? And he was a defensive tackle at Georgia Tech. Did not know that. Yeah, I want to say he. I, I might be. Maybe he was honorable mention, but I know he had a decent little career at Georgia Tech at the end. Uh, Draws actually played in the NFL very briefly. He played at Maryland. He played for the Denver Broncos for three years, yeah. and then the Montreal Alouettes of the CFL. Most. Uh, most of the players, most most a lot, lot of them that are playing football, play, played in the football, a lot of them did play. I mean, decent level. You just I mean, you just don't. Uh, it's it's hard to remember. It is, but that was sad. Very sad news. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your what story you're talking. Oh, about. you know what I was talking about. I don't to be honest with you, it's fine. Uh, it's been a, a a sad day for slightly less serious reasons around the the sports world. Have you seen all the ESPN layoffs? Uh. N- I mean, I was. I want to say like today or just today. Just, <laughs> today, nuts. I mean, huge names being cut. Susie Colbert. Oh wow! Seven years gone. By the way, Roman Reigns was first team All ACC in 06. There you go. Yeah. Jeff Van Gundy out. Jaylen, oh, I need to call him. Jalen Rose out. I don't mind that one. Max much. Kellerman out. Now that's wow. Lafonso Ellis out. Uh, did, did they leave anybody left? I know it's and like you're still hearing that. Now that's that is one hell of a cut right there. Yeah, you've heard like there's 20, like, apparently there's like still some names out there that like people are speculating have been let go that we just had like Jay Williams. Is that why Doris Burke is trending? Doris Burke is tre- Doris Burke is still okay. Like it's one of those where like you're like you're Oh, okay. Yeah, you click on her and you're like, oh no, and you find out that, that she's okay. But Jeff Van Gundy and Jalen Rose, two of the biggest NBA guys that they have, both being cut, is fairly shocking. I, mean, I, I know their NBA coverage is crap, but Lord, man. The weird thing, like when you when you see these cuts, is then you remember like ESPN is paying certain people, like Stephen A. Smith, like ninety two million dollars or whatever it is, mm. and you're like, or Troy Aikman got ninety two million dollars to do Monday Night Football, like the Monday Night Football. Salaries are insane, and you know these people are doing 19 broadcasts, and a lot of those broadcasts, people are listening to the Manning cast anyway, which is cutting into their coverage. It's like maybe if we paid them just slightly less, we could pay these people who've been with the company for a decade and a half or more 
enough of a wage to keep them on. It just it, it's it's sad um, to see all these people. I mean, the ESPN is still huge. I, I know we talk about the sports media landscape and everybody losing money and how much it's changing. Like ESPN is still ESPN. It's not hurting for money. They're still okay. They could pay these people if they wanted to. Maybe just knock the the CEO salary down by, by like 0.5 percent. Yeah, but then he won't get his ivory back scratcher this week. Yeah, it's all just it, it's it's sad. It's kind of ridiculous. Looks like Keyshawn Johnson was let go as well. Was he? Is Kendrick Perkins still on? Because God forbid they can Kendrick have... Perkins is still on. Oh, really? Kendrick Perkins. Well, all the people Perkins. they're going to keep, they're going to keep that waste of space. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of wild, but uh, I mean, doesn't Rose have like multiple shows on there? They, I mean, they all do. I mean, he, I know he has, a, he has a basketball show with, uh, I don't even know who it's with. I know my, my buddy Salem watches it all the time listens to it. Uh, Bane Gunny's been there 16 years, Rose 15. I know LaFonso else have been there 14, 14 doing college yeah. basketball. It doesn't it, say for Kellerman, but I would think Kellerman's been there longer than all of them. Because he was, yeah, he, he did he was he was the original uh, around the horn back in the day. Um Oh no, that's that boy's reality. I'm sorry, you're right. You're right. Yeah, Max Kellerman was did, the boxing. Yeah, Max Kellerman yeah, was the original yeah. host of Around the Horn. Yes, you're and right. And then he moved somewhere else. Well, I think he came back. Did Did he come back? Yeah, okay. he's been back for a while. I mean, because he just got to let go. I don't watch. Susie Colbert's been there for 27 years, which is uh, nuts. Yeah, that's and she's gone most of my life. Yeah, <laughs> it just it reminds me of the the clip. Uh, I think it was last season, or maybe it was a couple of years ago, where. Charles Barkley was like one of those late nights TNT NBA games where they're you know, they're on there like at one fifteen a.m. They're kind of getting to saying whatever, and I think Kenny was like made some offhand comment to Charles like Charles, why don't you go work at ESPN or something? And he's like, you're not going to work me to death and not pay me any, any money. And he's like, like, they have me on ESPN Ocho, they have me on ESPN U, ESPN Two, ESPN. You're not going to do that to me. Like the, the way he said it, just everybody was dying laughing. That's all it reminds me of. I mean, you've got Stephen A. Smith is on like he does like eighteen hours of programming a day. Uh, it, it's just it's way too much Stephen A. Smith. That's the reason why I don't watch ESPN. It, it, it has gotten yeah. I, I mean, I watch ESPN for like play by play, and that is in maybe a, a thirty I'm the same way now. Thirty for thirty, even though they've been disappointing me the last like five of them, but I mean, that's the only two reasons I watch ESPN. It does. It, it's. Awesome. I will catch occasionally. I'll maybe flip over to the the Van Pelt Sports Center. Maybe like late at night. If, I watch that at night. Sometimes. Yeah, like Vada was on the other night after the Reds won. I flipped it on to watch that. I'll, I'll do that on occasion, but short of that, yeah, there's not. I, I can't think of anything. I, I mean, I, if, the only way I would watch maybe if they had, had the old ESPN News, where they would just like repeat over and over. I used to leave that on sometimes in the background, but. Yeah, they don't do that anymore either. So yeah. I don't think ESPN News even has news on their channel. They don't. It's mostly like just replays of the their shows from earlier in the day or whatever. Which sucks, yeah. A gambling show I think they do on there, the Daily Wager will sometimes be on there. But it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing for all the channels they have. You think they'd have at least good programming. Yeah. But yet they still don't have ESPN Classic, the, one, the best channel they could have offered. You love Eastman Classic. I mean, who doesn't love watching old school, good old school basketball and football games? And lots of people, apparently, because the ratings weren't very good. <laughs> they weren't very good at all. A lot of people are saying that all these 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 firings are being done in large part for them to have some more money to throw at some big personalities, <laughs> namely Pat McAfee. They want to bring back because he's the biggest thing in sports media right now. Um, so, I mean, is that worth all getting rid of all those personalities for Pat McAfee? That's, I mean, that's kind of the question people are asking. But they're trying to get. Younger, more into that space, and you know, we'll see what happens. But it is sad seeing people that have worked there for a long time. And uh, nope, they've done. Oh, Mark Jackson's turning. He didn't get cut too, did he? I don't know. Nope. nope. They, apparently, Eastman is signing Pat McAfee for twenty million dollars. It's, it's a lot for Pat McAfee. 
twenty million dollars like for like ten years or I would assume like two or three. I guess. I mean, the commercial spots must be coming rolling in. He's doing he's doing well for himself. Um, but sad day at ESPN, for sure. Uh, we've got to, there's look. I could lie to you and say we've got a lot of L stuff to talk about. We don't. Why is our show not on ESPN? Why, why don't ESPN take us national? There's a lot of good reasons why. There was an interview with Trenton Flowers that I want to talk about uh, from Perspective Insight where he gave some illuminating answers that we can get into. Uh, we've got some – I got some thoughts on football attendance for the upcoming season. Ooh, we got yeah. some basketball videos out there that people are reacting to. And uh, that's, that's, that's really about it. That's, there's, there's not much going on. It's going to be a, well, another. I just, now I know why ESPN won't pick us up. <laughs> I mean, we could do another thing where it's like, well, you know, what does Kenny Payne need to do to get the fan? We've got plenty of time for that. We, we, the reality is it's June 30th. There's not a ton going on. College sports are officially done across the board. We're, this is the. This is the try to make it fun for the people that are still listening radio. Hey, we're and we're going to try to make it fun today. We're as after today, we're one more month away down from summer. We're we're on our way. Flip the calendar over tomorrow. Yep, it's going to be fun. We'll have this weekend for me. It's my my grandma and my dad have the same birthday on uh, on Sunday, and we're celebrating. My, my aunts are coming in town. We're going to celebrate my grandma's birthday this you have weekend. A lot of shared birthdays in your family. We do. It's crazy. Uh, she'll be she'll be ninety two. Nice. Um, so we'll have a, a big celebration for her, and then we'll do my dad next weekend. Yeah, it is kind of wild. They have the same birthday. I have the same birthday as my oldest brother. And now we've got – so Virginia's birthday is September 5th. Mary's youngest sister, Kaylee, is pregnant. Her baby is due on September 5th, so we could have this again. It's, it all is kind of wild. But I will do the big celebration this weekend. We'll get ready for 4th of July next week. I – I'm shocked to see all of the – I don't know if you've seen the videos out there. and I always say these things. And I know the, the answer to the question. I know you haven't. But there are all these videos out there of not just Muhammad Ali Airport, but airports across the country that are just slammed. And all these airlines are canceling the, all these the, flights, the, and it's going crazy. But, like, like when did 4th of July become this gigantic travel weekend? I, 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 it is? I, apparently. Like, I've got – I know, like, three – Friends that are going out of town this weekend for like quick little getaways. I guess because well, but the fourth is on a Tuesday. Well, I guess because you know you have it on the Tuesday. Some people are just taking that Monday off and turning it into like a little mini four or five day holiday. Um, like I've got my buddy who texted us in yesterday, Mud, who's they're taking like a quick like just parents weekend to Antigua for five days, like making the most of it. I guess a lot of people have that same idea, but I I mean I knew Memorial Day is always a huge travel day. Labor Day, yeah, less so, but still a little bit. I've never heard of a Fourth of July being this gigantic. Thanksgiving, travel Thanksgiving weekend. weekends, well, of always course. Huge, yeah. Thanksgiving, Christmas are, are givens. Yeah, but during the summer, like, like, well, I, yeah, I've never heard of the Fourth of July being this gigantic getaway. And yet, there are all these news stories about all these airline issues and what a huge travel weekend it is. I thought Fourth of July was more like stay home and light off fireworks. Well, I think I agree with you, lake, but then again, I think about me. Yeah, I was going to say the, a lake trip, like with the family like or something, maybe. Lake. Yeah. But that's usually not a flying thing. That's like you right. said, a driving thing. I, I don't know. I mean, I just, I never looked at. It. I was, I've never been a huge Fourth of July guy. I mean, I, maybe it's because I kind of grew up in the grandparents' house to where you know, like our Fourth of July was like sparklers and snakes, like the the dude from Joe. I mean, pretty much what it was. Uh, and that's so I, I've never really gotten into the whole you know fireworks stuff, but it's cool. But it just doesn't move my needle. So. I just, I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I mean, what I'm going to do before the July is I'm just going to probably hang out in the house and just probably, it'll be an average Tuesday for me, except I won't be talking to you. What's your second favorite holiday? I know you love Thanksgiving, but I think you, my I favorite. you hate every other holiday. <laughs> I don't hate. 
<laughs> Maybe not, not like as much, but I hate. Um, wow. Um, I guess Christmas would be second. A ringing endorsement there. I mean, <laughs> I just, I, yeah, other than, I think it's going to be like the only one I really embrace. You're just a Thanksgiving guy. I pretty much. The I rare Thanksgiving only holiday person. It's the best holiday in the world. You get four days off. You get a buttload of food, a buttload of sports. I mean, it's a buttload of sales. I don't know how much more we can fit in that butt, but it's gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna try. <laughs> and it's, 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 you just like Thanksgiving butt stuff. I do. <laughs> I do. I mean, what is it? I mean, other than other than being a Native American, what is it? Who's not? Who can't love Thanksgiving? Easy, Jim Edmonds. I'm just <laughs> the center fielder for the Angels. Did you not see this, this thing last night? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll, I'll play it during the. Actually, I'm gonna send it to you right now. Uh, it was my favorite thing from last night. Is the so he was? He, I, I guess Jim Edmonds now does. Who's Jim Edmonds? The, the baseball player. Oh, is this? Uh, he now I, does. Cardinals. That literally was him. Okay, I was just joking. Yeah, no, he, he now does St. Louis Cardinals, uh, like analyst work. Did he play for the Angels? Well, I guess it doesn't matter that, but yeah. But he played for the, the Cardinals for a long time. Oh, did he? Okay. I was thinking, he was the Angels, though, too, right? Played for the Angels not as long as he played for the Cardinals. Oh. Okay. He's like Mr. Cardinal. He played for the Reds briefly. after the, it, it hurt my soul to bring him on. I don't even remember him doing some of those. I just thought, <laughs> but yeah. But so, he, excuse me. Now, get that red button there. There we go. I love the cough button there. He's center fielder, right? Center fielder. Yeah. So, he apparently, according to Cardinals fans who, who I, I follow on Twitter, who I know, Sucks out loud. Like, he, he's not good at his <laughs> job. <laughs> They're like, like, I had Carlos fans last night who were like, listening to this guy has been the worst part of a following a 33 and 47 team. So, <laughs> so Somebody's got to be blamed, though, if you're a Cardinal fan. You know how the other Cardinal fans are. I sure. Mean. Yeah. I mean, no love lost here. So he last night, I don't, I don't know what brought it on. I just saw the clip. He decided to, make, to, to, to go into like the why are the Cleveland Indians now the Cleveland Guardians talk. And then he did the whole thing where it's like, my wife is part Native American, so I can say this and stuff. Oh, and Lord. he goes, this, and then like the, I sent you the clip. If you can play it, just like I mean, the best part of it is Chip Carey, who's like you know, he's the play-by-play guy. Yeah, Chip. Yeah, he is just desperate for an out, and the way that he calls the ground ball is like I, I legitimately like I had like tears streaming down. I was laughing so hard when I first saw this clip last. All right, hold on, play. Let's do this. With the Indians. And uh, I thought it was cool. I was like, I'm still shocked that you know that we've changed so much as a as a whole that we're not allowed to have the Cleveland Indians anymore, the Guardians. And I'm not saying that too because my wife is partial Native American Indian, and you know, I just you just feel chippy like stop, was, please stop. Uh, kind of a cool thing, not a bad thing. I love Houston's pitcher's mustache. Have a team Here named is. after, you know. The Indians, or vice versa, whatever, the Washington Redskins, all that stuff. On the ground, second. It's the new, like, uh, deep drive to left field. It's the new Tom Brennan. I mean, he just, you could just tell he's just desperate, does not want to address it at all, and just... On the ground, a second. Uh, it's it's unfortunate because it's overshadowing the great '80s look of that Houston pitcher. Yeah, he does have a he's, good mustache. That's a great mustache and a great look. With the, he's like Tom Hinkie re, re, reincarnated over here. That's me going to the text line anytime you bring up any sort of controversial topic. <laughs> Texter says, <laughs> and, and uh, ground ball. <laughs> Let's get out in front of it today. Trevor's not talking Supreme Court. Don't don't send that text in. We're not. He's not doing it. We're not letting him do it. <laughs> 
Supreme Court's making being, more moves today. I need, I need to go. I need to go over to Fox or something. I'm being stifled over here. <laughs> <laughs> this wouldn't happen in Good Mother Russia. Well, now Fox. Yeah, Fox isn't good either. You got to oh, go to like OANN or Newsmax or True Social. I don't want to. No, I don't want to go there. Trev Social. Make your own. It's you, like being on public access. All the rage is doing like your own thing now, though. That's that's real news. TK posting news. my own video. TK News tells the real story. Trev News. <laughs> I bet you could if you like created some sort of like crazy, not not even like right wing, but like crazy, just whatever. Trev Trev Spiracy account. You could have like thirty five thousand followers in a couple weeks. I'd be like the the, the potted version of the Alex dude. Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> I think Alex Jones smokes. Alex Jones. I don't think he does. No one's that angry. Usually, this this and takes. I think he probably does a lot of drugs. Yeah, I just think it's marijuana. It's mm. more like the cookie that day. On that note, let's take a break. <laughs> when we come back, we have a, a couple of you. Hey, the Guardians are trending. We'll do that probably for that, that reason. <laughs> uh, and we'll take some text from you guys on the Thornton sex line at 502-414-1450. Friday edition of the Mike Weatherford Show, last show of June. Soak it in, soak it up. We're back after this here on 1450 The Big Act. Conversation starts Counter all your quick remarks Like passing notes in secrecy And it was enchanting to me Or is this going to be like three minutes of people being like, well, why? Uh, we got time with summer. Uh, so one one of my Taco Bell nights, I don't think I told you this. I like to start. I told you about the, the night I was at White Castle getting weird looks singing Frozen, right? You did. That okay. Was, that was recently. So one of the Taco Bell nights, I'm sitting. I, it was a decent line, but I was like, yeah, they, they move pretty swift. No pun intended here. Um, and I was like, I'm going to get in line. I'm waiting. Well, while I'm waiting, there's like a, like three cars in the parking lot parked. There's all these teenage girls. And at the top of their lungs, they're just screaming this this chorus over and over. And I'm just, I didn't have no idea what they're saying, but I'm sitting there just kind of listening to it. And I was in line for a good 15 minutes. So the entire time, they're just nonstop singing this repeat chorus over and over. And I left, like, going home, like, with it stuck in my head. Like, I'll spend forever wondering. And I'm just, like, just, like humming it, like, wondering what. It was this song. And it wasn't until today when I'm driving here Googling through songs. And I'm like listening to Enchanted. Yeah, I was like, that's the Taco Bell song. That's how you know it. That now. the girls were singing. Yeah. You have to do the thing. Remember back They're in the day like, on iTunes, you could always is you, you would download the songs on iTunes and you would change you could change the title of them yourself. You could uh, <laughs> if you could only do that on Spotify, you could just change this to like the Taco, Taco Bell song. Taco Enchanted Bell theme. parentheses. Taco Bell song. <laughs> Taylor's Taco Bell theme. It was so it was catchy. I was like, "This night is." I was like, "What is that song?" And I never, I forgot to Google it. I guess, and 
when I was just dri- when I was driving up here today and I was putting songs together and I, I came across that and I listened. I was like, that sounds really familiar. Now my friends are actually they're debating. We're bringing up the the draws who's passed away recently. Unfortunately, yeah. and Collins is saying his biggest moment was breaking up the Legion of Doom by exposing Hawk's drug and alcohol problem in the famous scene where Hawk oh. falls off the Titan Tron. And then Danny says that raw he was actually in attendance for. Really? He said it was in Lexington. I don't I remember this. Didn't, I, I didn't know it was in Lexington. I but do tell remember. Me, how did that expose his drug and alcohol problem? Well, what it was just just another one of these. It's it's considered one of the worst storylines with WWE because it's just so uncomfortable. Uh, Hawk was a legitimate had legitimate substance problems, is it, and you know, obviously we ended up passing away. Be, I don't know if it's mm-hmm. a result of it, but and they decided they were going to break up LOD because uh, you can't call them the Road Warriors because they were never really the Road Warriors in WWE. But they they were going to break him up, and yeah, he and he was like supposedly like scheming behind the back to break him and Hawk up, him and Animal up by you know putting the playing the seed of how he's an alcoholic, he can't be trusted. And they were on top of the Titan Tron having a, a battle of something, and he pushed him off the Titan Tron and, to, you know, supposedly, I guess, kill him. But he didn't you know, hit a crash pad, I'm sure. Oh. But, and that was kind of what led to the new LOD with him and Animal, which lasted, like, I don't know, six minutes because it was stupid and no one liked it. And it was, uh, I don't know if Hawk ever, I don't remember if he ever came back and rejoined the group, but they were, by that point anyway, Legion of Doom was... A, a shell of, I mean. That's what my buddy Craig says. I remember that, yeah. ver- and hated that version of LOD. Oh, everyone did. Because they were big early 90s. That was late 90s. For some reason, I remember the headbangers feuding with the new LOD and remember being yeah. so shocked that I hated the new LOD so much that I was actually siding with the bleeping headbangers. Yeah, headbangers. That's the the guy when they broke up, the guy became the uh, the eager beaver guy or whatever. Where he was oh, like, beaver cleaver. Beaver, yeah, where he was like and obsessed the, with his mom. Like that was mom. They scrapped that storyline before he even like, debuted. Yeah, they, like, they teased it for a while, and they were like, yeah, get him out of here. I think, I think he may have had one match, and they were like, this is, yeah, maybe. Uh, the stories are supposedly Vince was like obsessed with constantly wanting to do incest storylines. And like no one that's. And the thing with Vince is like Vince doesn't understand. Because Vince is willing to do anything and say anything about himself on the air, that he doesn't understand the concept that other people aren't. Feel that same way. Did you see the the story recently? So when they were they had the big overhaul at WWE, and I guess there was a lawsuit. These two uh, had a lot of those. Th- these two female writers basically sued and talked about like the, the head writer at the time, like Vince's right hand man, the guy that he put in charge. He wanted to have this storyline where they had a I guess an Arab looking wrestler. I don't even know who the wrestler was. And the storyline was going to be that they found out that he did nine eleven. Oh, that would not shock. And me like all you know, the, these, the younger writers were like, I don't think we can we can do this. Like you know, we I don't think we can. And like the guy was like just adamant that they, they were dumb. They didn't know anything. And it was I read it. I was like, oh my god. I mean, they did the uh, I can't remember the wrestler's name to save my life. He was kind of had a terrorist type of, of uh, persona, and he was feuding with Undertaker, and he had the one where the. Well, back in the day, they always played on, you know, the... Well, UPN, the show, I guess, was on, it was on UPN and during the, the, the London bombings. The show had been taped and it aired right the, the night of the, the London bombings happening. And it was like the, the guy attacking Undertaker with, like, masked men, like a terrorist attack and mm. taking him out. It was, it, was, uh, it was the most backlash they ever got to the point where they, that wrestler was powerbombed off of a stage at the next pay-per-view and never seen again, literally. Jeez. I mean, it's a bit, Stephanie McMahon on the the Raw after nine eleven compared nine eleven to her father's steroid case. Did she really? Oh yeah, I don't yeah. remember that at all. She, oh yeah, she got bashed for that big time. A little tone deaf over there. <laughs> I that's mean, okay. but that's the McMahons in general. They've always been tone deaf. 
Let's take some text here. 502-414-1450. It's Friday. Let's get loose. Let's have a good time. You uh, guys take it away. Right, baby. Let's do it. Texas, well, the first text is from to earlier today, and it's for Scoots. And it just says, Scoots, I just can't imagine eating your diet. I bet you eat just the marshmallows in your Lucky Charms and only lick the icing off your cupcakes. Sheesh. Okay, first of all, I don't see what's wrong with that. Now, I eat, I eat Lucky Charms by eating like the the oat parts first and then saving the marshmallows <laughs> for last. I don't like that. I, I eat don't, it all. I, see, I can't eat Lucky Charms or cereals like that because I would just eat the marshmallows only. Can we That's talk about like Apple Jacks and things like and those type of series. Can we talk about what you texted me yesterday? After, I pull into my house yesterday after the show. You always you think that the the the, the, the Facebook memories are, are very funny. A lot oh of yeah, they, are funny. <laughs> they cracked me up. And like 13 years ago yesterday, your memory was you putting as your status on Facebook. I'm giving up fast food. <laughs> now, we all know that I mean, you eat fast food quite literally every single day here. I, I, I really kind of wish I knew what caused me That's to what say. I was going to ask. I don't I know. know if you remember. Like, what, like, like, did you have a bad experience? Were you just trying to get healthier? Like, what led to this conclusion that you were going to do <laughs> no this? And then idea. what resulted in you being here 13 years later and doing, again, quite literally the exact opposite of giving up fast food? I love that there's like a few comments on that page. Like, good for you. I'm like, well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really mean it. I, I don't uh, see 2010. I was, I think I was, I think I was an insight at that point, maybe. I'm trying to think because I can't because I had a, there was a brief moment between my radio gigs where when Cumulus went black and like I did, I did some freelance stuff but I also worked at Insight as well. What were you doing at Insight? I worked in the the customer service. Oh God! I, I was I, I have told you that right? Where, I can't even yeah. imagine being. What was the, the, that? Is never no, no job that you've ever had has oh, tracked more than that. I'm I, sure it's and I'm sure you were no help. My favorite part. <laughs> The only department I was in was like the little when they did this switching back in 2010, and you had, if you didn't want to, you know, you couldn't just plug your cable into the back of your TV anymore. You had to have a box, and if you didn't want to get a big box, they sent you that free little yeah. box. That they, I can't remember what it's called, DS something. That was my department, so I had to deal with like the people who were like refused to like upgrade to actual oh, like, cable. God, and just That's the, the worst possible oh, job. Oh, you could for not like imagine. In the first like few days, I was like just. Giving them the benefit of the doubt of intelligence way too much. And at the end of the day, I spent 40 minutes on a phone with a woman who finally revealed she didn't put batteries in the remote. And I was like, no wonder it's not freaking working. Uh, but that's, that's why I worked in there. I think I was an insight at that point. I can't remember. My favorite part of insight, though, was the guy that sat next to me. He was just a giant Brewers fan. Like, he had Brewers stuff all over his cubicle, and he had Sade on his, on his computer screen. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I always remember him. His name was Michael. I don't yeah, remember anything else. You. I don't remember anything else about him. I would just, <laughs> I would just walk in every day, being smooth operator. That's, that's, uh, that's, and he's a and he's a brew. I mean, who's a Brewers fan? I mean, uh, Laverne and Shirley. That's about it. I mean, it's. I don't. You know, I don't. I don't. I really and truly don't know a Brewers fan. I don't either. I feel like I know fans of just about every like. I've got one really good friend from college who lives in Milwaukee. He's a diehard Cubs fan. I know two like Lions fans. Yeah, I mean, what the hell's that? I mean, I, I mean, I know. Yeah, I, I know a Bills fan. I know Dan Brewers, by the way, <laughs> got the best of Max Scherzer last night. We're tied. I mean, is Brewers like that one team that unless you live in the city, like you don't know anybody likes them. Like I know. Yeah, I'm thinking about it, like I know. I know Marlins fans. I don't know. I know Marlins. I know fan. Rays fans. I do know Rays fan. Yeah. I know well, Mark, Mark, Mark is a race fan. Ennis is a race fan. Yeah, he's a I, don't, I know three race fans. Yeah. I know, I know, I know Orioles. I know Yankees. I know Red Sox. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of it. I know a Guardians fan. I'm trying I, to think of a, a lot of Braves fans. I know I knew a Royals. He passed Pirates away though, fans. so that, I don't know. That. I know a Royals fan. I know a White Sox fan. I know an A's fan. I, I mean, I, I, I'm trying. I legitimately <laughs> cannot think of a, a fan base that I don't have. Know at least one person in my life who I know is a fan. Of. I know a Texas Besides fan. Besides the Brewers, I know. Eh, I, I know a fan who like. I know. I know he's a. I don't know him well, but I know he's a. The, the, the gentleman that does show with Spears sometimes. Is a I've got a friend who lives down there who kind of adopted the Rangers recently, and I'm like, yeah, can you do that? Okay. I mean, Milwaukee's like that team. Yeah, it's just like no. I mean, the, the fan base they do have are like they've, they're like we're not in the American League anymore. They've got a good fan base though, like up there. Like they they tailgate. Oh, there, yeah. They tailgate before games. They fill that stadium out. They do a good job. I just don't know any of them. I know a Pittsburgh fan. I, I told you. Pirates, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know Pirates. Yeah, but yeah, they them winning last night and oh, God, it was. Tan- I actually turned on the game at the end. The Mets had a chance to score in the ninth and did not get it done. Actually, no. Well, I was, I was, he's a Nationals fan, but it's only because he was a big Expos fan. He Te- stayed with them. That's the reason. Texture says, uh, guys. Oh, this this poor guy. He's also listened to the, the first part of the show now. Oh Lord. He texted him before the start of the show. Guys, I'm only saying this because I love you. But bleep you for the amount of Taylor Swift conversation yesterday. <laughs> well, you're going to be mad today. That's what I'm saying. He texted in 258. 16 of the 24 hours a day, I hear her in my house. My wife is obsessed. I have to mute the TV every weekend night so she can hear the secret <laughs> songs on TikTok. I thought this was a safe space. Apparently not. Dump trucks of elephant bleep have been shipped to your houses. <laughs> Poopcenters.com, folks. I haven't been on reels in a while. Uh, TikTok, you do have a gate. I hear about the secret song all the time. What's the secret song? She plays a secret song every show. Like like a, a cover? No, it's like one of her songs that is like not in the on the the standard set list that she plays. Like everyone's like, well, see, that would make me think it can't be that good because if it was, you know, she'd put it out there and make money off of it. She's she's yeah, it's, it's a it's a huge deal. Mary wants to hear. She had already had her like favorite list of like potential secret songs tonight. Yeah. Well, they're barely not that good of a secret if she has a list. Well, no, these are the songs that Mary wants to hear. Oh, as okay. A secret song. What's, uh, what's Mary's favorite Taylor Swift song? I never asked you that. I think it's Death by a Thousand Cuts. I didn't, see, I didn't see that one on the list when I was going through today. Uh, the same texture just said, Once Trevor said that T-Swift was being played throughout the show, I felt my soul leave my body today, and then I noticed my soul looking down at my human self and gave me the finger. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's summer. You don't know what you're going to get. I, I like that. Now, I want to get into this. This texture said this. I feel like we've discussed this before, but I do want to talk about it. Texas, respectfully, Mike, you've never worked in customer service before. It's customary for employees to close up shop within 15 minutes of closing. Um, not Texas. I have worked customer service more, a lot more than a lot. Unfortunately, it's not. I would say it's not customer. It depends where you're going. Um, like I will You talked about how you always tip. You feel bad, like when you get into fast food places at the last second, and you always like give them a little bit of extra money because you know, a lot of times I won't go. Like if it's when like within. Again, it depends on location. A Chick Fil A, I'll go five minutes before closing. I won't order pizza when it gets when it's too late to close because the delivery guy's gonna. Like if it's like ten fifty five and the place is, and I've been in this situation before and like the place closes at eleven on a Friday, like I'm not gonna make the pizza guy come out. But like, if you're gonna close up shop, don't make your. And hey, I'm sounding like Scrooge here. Don't make your hours eight o'clock if you're if you're gonna be closed well, at seven forty five. Also, here's the thing: you're, the place you went to in this example. Is like a cookie shop, a which, tiny cookie shop, which probably has a lot of cookies already out still in the, in the pans that have already been made. It's not like it's something they have to make and you know dirty the kitchen up in any way. Like if you, it's not like they've done like like pre closing cleanup, and which a lot of some places like when I the, the I mean granted I was only there one day, but the one night shift I actually worked at McDonald's, they wouldn't even let us do any like closing until like literally eleven o'clock. 
which is why we end up having to be there until like three in the morning, which sucks. But the most places will do it. Like if it's under thirty minutes of closing, more often than not, if it's a fast food place, I will not go to it. Uh, just because I know they're probably doing prep to close, get out of there, and I I wouldn't want them have to make them, you know, just dirty something up completely and redo their whole job just because I want a, a double roast beef or something. I'm I'm just I'll, I'll go somewhere that's not already that's open longer. But in your case, that's I mean, it's, it's yeah a you were cookie. I'm assuming I'm assuming they had cookies in the display case, right? They always do. Yeah. Well, no, when I pulled up, they they were all gone. She's like taking them all out. She, well, like, she had, stuff away but she didn't have to. She could just unwrap it and take it out. It's not. That's not. I got one cookie. Yeah, that's not as big a deal. And most retail places, like I went to the, like I said, it was five minutes for closing or two minutes for closing last night at GameStop. I mean, it's you're not going to run your register until right at eight o'clock anyway. So I mean, that's that's not a problem. And I and usually when I'm that late too. I'll always ask, would you prefer me pay cash or credit? Which, like, what's easier for you? Because sometimes, like, when I worked at Cardboard Heroes, I would count out the register a few minutes early or get started on it. And it's usually easier if you're going to use a card because you just got to run a report. You don't have to actually count anything. Texture says, so what's up with the L's, LSU fans throwing the L's up? Have they always done this? This has been a new thing. No, they're Have ripping you seen us the, off. Now, they do the – so we do it with the – the middle finger and the index finger together, and then the thumb yeah. is like the the bottom part. They do it with just like one, they, just the index finger and the thumb. That's because they're half of us. It's kind of hard to claim superiority right now when they are like the athletic program. But we've been doing this. John L. Smith was doing this in the nineties. Yeah, we were doing this since the LES days. Yeah, we've been. This is this, this is our. Yeah, you can. I mean, I know. I'm sure there's other teams. <laughs> Wichita State maybe has the best one, but uh, <laughs> the. The, the the uh but but yeah that's this is ours if you're if you're Long Beach and LSU and and um I don't know another school that begins with an L off the top of my head I can't think of it which that's Loyola Loyola any of them and yeah I think I've seen Loyola fans doing it at March Madness I think I saw a few of their fans doing it can't when they, do it it's ours yeah it's ours I'm sorry I mean you just get it's been taken it's it, we, it is we are Miami and this is our and this is our turnover uh, chain. Everyone else just ripping us off. I mean, Jack Harlow referenced it in the chorus of a number one song. So I mean, we're trendsetters. We invented the high five and in the hand signal and the L. What are the other teams? I know. I know. We know. Like I said, Wichita does the. the well, Miami does the U thing. The U, which the U is pretty. I mean, that did Miami start everything? They're trendsetters for sure. I mean, seriously, they're they, better at that than they are winning games. Or these days. staying out of trouble. <laughs> I mean. That's yeah. I mean, Miami does the U. Ohio I mean, does the O. Ohio, yeah, it's kind of yeah. I U do. I U. Yeah, <laughs> they do that. I don't know if that's the same as a hand signal, but UK does KKK. They just uh, <laughs> <laughs> they just don't publicize it. Well, they throw out the we are UK, like you know that other seventy-five million schools that use that slogan. <laughs> um, there's got to be still one we're missing, right? So, somebody's got to do horns. It. And now people do the horns. The down. horns, yeah. Like horns, horns is a good. Horns is a popular one. Somebody's got to do a TCU uh, does like a kind of a different version of the horns where they do like the. Oh, oh, that's the 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 Wolfpack. NC State, but do they do that? Yeah, that's that's where actually Kevin Nash got it from. NC State fans doing that. He's claimed to say that's where he came up with the NWO Wolfpack thing was because of in uh, the NC State. Uh, the he now he added the whole too sweet, you know, yeah, touching thing. But the yeah the the hand signal he's. I guess he said. I think he said he played against them when in college days because you know he played at Tennessee. But yeah, that's supposedly where I saw an interview. He claimed that uh, somebody's got to do a W, right, for Westside. 
I mean, um, is Washington or Wisconsin do the W? I know Oregon, now that we say it, they do the O thing, too. Like, they're big on the O. But Wisconsin does the W, like, with two hands, don't they? And, like, the thumbs, I don't know, the YouTube cameras can't see this yet, but. Next week. Yeah, but, like, do they intertwine the thumbs and use the two? Like, I think the, that Wisconsin. That sounds right. Instead yeah. of doing, like, the west side one-hand signal? Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know, cause, but, yeah, but LSU, get you know, no, no. It's ours. You, yeah, you, you can't buy it from us. You can steal, you can. You can steal all you want. You can you can steal the players you think from us. You can steal our coaches from us. They did take crack over at one point, uh, you, you, but you can't, cannot have I mean, our hand signals. So I'm just looking at this. Apparently, th- like there are a decent amount of like there are. Washington does do a W. I figured as much. Yeah. USC fans, they do a. It's like basically it looks like a P sign, but apparently it's a V for victory. <laughs> Uh, Southern Baylor fans, Southern Cali hippies. Baylor fans <laughs> do the a bear paw gesture. Houston fans do a, a cougar paw. What is a cougar paw? Uh, again, I could show you, but it's show me at least. I want to like it's like this. That's, that's like the shocker thing. No, shocker things like is like is like. I know the shocker that. is this. It's, yeah, yeah. Two in the. <laughs> no, that's why it's the best one. <laughs> God love you, Wizards. NC State does do the thing. Uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> they do the thing. <laughs> Texas A&M's got the worst one because, of course, they do. It's just a thumbs up. That's the gigum sign, apparently. Is a thumbs up, which what falls right in line. They blow bubbles at baseball games over overall. Falls right in line with their dorky you know, yell leaders. Yeah, and they have Florida Gator Chomp, Florida State Tomahawk Chop. Yeah, uh, I don't. Does this count as hand signals? I mean, apparently, Rice fans do owl wings. Like, <laughs> well, that's like the W I did. Yeah, the, yeah, but the, the Washington fans do an actual W. Oh, okay. Dubs up. I'm at Wisconsin. I mean, is what I thought. Did that'd be like that. Wisconsin does. T- Wisconsin does it like this. Oh, that's what. Okay. They don't intertwine the thumbs like I did. Okay. And they do a two hand W, and Washington does like the old school yeah. West Side. But the 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 Wisconsin W, they just they touch the thumbs at the at the tips, where the uh, the Rice one does it with the intertwine, but it makes it look like you're doing a uh, owl hand, making yeah. a bird signal in the. Um, uh, shadow puppets, and then the other one is Texas Tech fans doing the get your get your guns up, get oh, your yeah. guns up. They still do that. They still do. Haven't been canceled yet. They're not good enough. I wonder who's the worst. Oh, who's got the most? Because <laughs> anybody just have a thumbs down. <laughs> I mean, I'd say A and M thumbs up is is right there as the leader. Somebody should just create a create a hand signal of their your team's hands and just giving the middle finger, fucking <laughs> people off. Imagine doing the scrolling the student section. Yeah, go Hartford. Why not? That'd be hot. YouTube cameras for that visual. Texture says <laughs> Wisconsin does the Wu Tang sign. Yeah, yeah, they, they they basically do like the Wu Tang. Yeah. Saga continues. I wonder if anybody does the twenty two Jump Street where he's like breaking through the ceiling. He, he's just busting, busting through. <laughs> uh, now somebody has a ignore that text meant for my brother in law. Sent to the station? I'm not going to read it, but yeah. Um, oh, Somebody texted the station trying to reach your brother-in-law? No, they accidentally texted the, the text line. It was a text that was meant for their brother-in-law. Oh. And then just said, ignore that last text meant for my brother-in-law. Oh, I know good? what it is. Because the other one is check your Twitter DMs and let me know. Well, I want to know what it said now. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I mean, we should read all. The run before that was like a great story, Trev. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that I like that it guy. It was terrific. All right, 4 o'clock hours next. Keep it locked right here. We're also going to give away a Lucidity shirt today. Keep it locked for the next hour to find out how you can get your hands on that bad boy. Why are you slapped? What's so funny? It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. It's my, it's my.
little bit in there. <laughs> I saw you rubbing your eye when this music hit. And I yeah, yeah. said, Romeo, take me somewhere we can be alone. I keep waiting. All you have to do is run. You'll be the prince and I'll be the princess. It's a love story. Baby, just say yes. It's dreamy. <laughs> this is what I feel like she was kind of like still sort of in between. It was kind of like more pop than country, but still had a little bit of a like twang to it. And then a couple years later, she just fully jumped in. I think if you had a Lloyd Dauber moment, this would be the song you'd play. <laughs> no. Well, I don't know what you mean by that. The, the jukebox, you know, the, the, the jam box with the uh, in my eyes, Peter. I can see you just sitting oh, no. outside Mary's window holding up the jam, the boom box playing Love Story by Taylor Swift. No, that, that wouldn't work. <laughs> it's a song about a, a, a daughter whose dad is telling her to stay away from, from this guy that she really likes. Who the hell knows what in your eyes really means? I mean, I think it's pretty clear. <laughs> he's a thousand churches. I think he's on acid is what he He sees clear. the doorway to a thousand <laughs> churches and the resolution of all his fruitless searches. In her eyes. Yeah, he loves her. Some deep eyes. I'd play... Uh, what do people see when they see my eyes? I'd play O-Town All or Nothing. <laughs> no, you play uh, the butterfly song, Be My Baby, Be, be, be My Baby, Be My Butterfly, Sugar, sugar baby. baby. Come, my lady, come, come, my lady. Come, that's what it is, You're yeah. my butterfly, sugar. That's a, that's <laughs> sexy, sexy, sexy little girl. I think of Orange, it's Orange County every time. I know you do. <laughs> it's great. It's a great scene. Second hour here of the Mike Bumper Show. Thing to see, though. <laughs> on a wild-ass Friday. I think that's the, the general term. That's what WAF stands for here on 1450 and 961, the big X. Uh, we want to talk about Trenton Flowers in a little bit. Uh, we've got uh, T-Swift, TK Mania going on. Trevor still doesn't have full power at his house. He's, he's loopy because uh. of it, but he's still somehow playing video games until 6 in the morning. Which is impressive. Hey, the real war, the the real, the real warriors find a way to make it through. You're damn right. We also have uh, more news, more names coming out in this this round of ESPN layoffs. Todd McShay is out. I mean, which is pretty crazy. That's. I mean, I'm not a huge McShay guy, but still, it's a big name. Yeah. Steve Young. Yeah, that was out. Young. He's, Young's not bad. I don't. I don't. Matt Hasselbeck. He never is gone. Move my needle either, but yeah. Um, Jordan Cornette, you who's been big on the ES, the AC yeah. network, he is out, which kind of sucks. It just it seems like I mean ESPN is already Sean Johnson is in the They're already dedicating so few resources to college basketball. It, it, it just kind of seems like this is more evidence that they're not going to prioritize the sport, and also that they're not really going to prioritize the ACC network. I, I'd heard from a lot of people that. Jordan Cornett had opportunities to kind of move on from the ACC network and do more general ESPN stuff, but chose to do more of his ACC network duties just because he felt he, he liked the conference, he liked the network, he wanted to bolster the brand, and he kind of has been punished because of that. It just, I mean, 
look, ESPN doesn't care about the ACC. They don't care about the ACC network, and it definitely shows. But I mean, what do they care about at this point? I mean, I would say question. I would say they care about the NFL, but I mean, they just cut. I mean, don't get me wrong. Losing Keyshawn doesn't really Monday Night make, Football. Yeah, I mean, doesn't bother me about. at all. Steve Young. I mean, but him and Young were big parts of that. I mean, unfortunately, I have not seen the name Booker McFarland on here. I would love to see that name get cut, but I mean, because that means I'm about to see more of him. And I'm assuming that they're. I mean, obviously, with McAfee coming aboard, and I mean, I think that. I mean, God, are we going to get like him and Booker McFarland doing NFL shows? Probably. I and mean, the thing is, like, who cares? We don't. You and I don't watch. It doesn't affect you're, us. You're right. I mean, I, all I watch is game coverage. I mean, and but, but the occasional Scott Van does, does watch it. I mean, what? What are you? Why are you settling for that? No, yeah. they're not. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're trying to go for a product that people will say. I guess it's teach his own, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's tax line. Um, Texter does say, my wife just about cried when she found out at eleven p.m. on a Saturday night uh, that she found that Taylor Swift played Maroon as the secret song that night. And the same last weekend with Dear John. Oh, Mary has already discovered that. So Death by a Thousand Cuts, she's played it before as her secret song. And so she's not holding out a whole lot of hope. But she has but repeated minute, a couple. Wait a minute. How can that be a secret song when it's a song she's already done? What do you mean? Should a secret song be a song that no one's ever heard? No, it, it's just a Again, I've already explained this. It's a song that's not on her standard set list that she like she plays. That she does, It's specific for that specific concert. So it's a deep cut. I mean, no, not, not really. I mean, it's a B-side deep cut. No, it's just, it's not a song that's on her concert set list that she just plays. <laughs> but it's on an album. Yeah, it's like okay. one of her songs. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's what that's what was once known as a deep cut. A deep cut is just a song that's like it, it's like not a hit, not a single that's all deep on an album that a lot, not a whole lot of people know about. You have to be like a true fan to know about. Oh, isn't that what you're kind of describing as a secret song, in a way? I mean, kind of, but okay. no, it's not really. Like, the two things don't mean the same. So, a secret song is a song that's on an album, but not real popular. But a lot of people, you know, not I mean, I don't know. know. Some of the it. songs have been pretty popular. Okay, but they're just not in the set list that she plays for this three and a half hour show. I feel like we're just like doing the Spider Man gif over here. Or whatever. We're, I know you do, <laughs> but we're not. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. You just Texas. hate to admit when I'm right about something. Just, that's why it annoys you so much. You just won't admit that I'm right. Why do you think that you're right about that? I'm right about this. Why do you think that you're no, right not about, about that? the secret song thing? I'm right about that too, but I'm right about the fact that I'm right that you don't want to admit that I'm right. I have no problem admitting when you're right. <laughs> I had no problem earlier this week when you were right when about the it? the Aisha Tyler thing. Well, you didn't have a choice. <laughs> what do you mean I didn't have it? Everyone told you you were wrong. You were the only one standing alone on that one. Well, I know, <laughs> and, I, and I had no problem. Like, is, I mean, if I'm wrong, I, I have no problem admitting. It just does not happen very often that you're right. We're usually both wrong. Well, that, that's yeah, that's true. Texas says, Mike, bring back the, the big-time Tommy tweet on Friday's OS Friday. I did it today. No, the, the, for the, the Tommy Two Trucks or whatever. Tommy Two Tones. What, what's his name in LSU? I have no idea what you're talking about. But Tommy, but big time Tommy is the is the the tweet that I used to always do on Fridays before the. It started off as just like I would do it to to signal uh, the Friday radio show, but now I do the whole thing where I put out like the streaming link and the so it it doesn't fit. You can't do a video on that, or it's just it's way too much work to do a video on that. But I've just recently I've been like it's summer. We'll go back to the old school, the big time Tommy Friday video. I thought you were talking about the Tommy guy from LSU, the baseball player, Tommy Tanks. Yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. Sorry, I was not. I don't know who the big time Tommy is. Then. Texture says SEC coaches calling Bobby Petrino and Jimbo Fisher a nightmare on M Street. Those two together does feel like a fever dream. 
I didn't see that story, but it's. I think we're all very curious to see how this that's going to go. Wait a minute, but you're not been fired yet. Not yet. I'm still a, working for A and M. I don't know what the over under on him like lasting there was. I want to see the the quote now that's out here. Jimbo Fisher, Bobby Petrino marriage is nightmare on Elm Street. SEC coach says. I mean, you know the best part is that quote from Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> 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 Let me see. I'm trying to see the actual quote. Uh, let's see. Uh, the and One SEC coach said, the Jimbo Fisher-Bobby Petrino marriage sounds like a nightmare on Elm Street, doesn't it? I know them both, and they're both single-minded. It'll be interesting to see if Jimbo will keep his butt out of the way. Petrino is not a feel-good Mr. Happy type of guy, but he's a great offensive mind. I mean, we're going to get a Kevin Gilbride-Bobby Ryan, uh, Buddy Ryan fight on the sideline, aren't we? Probably. I was hoping that this was a like an inside story that like there had already been some clashing behind closed doors and that it was very clearly not going to work. This is just somebody essentially predicting that like this is going to be a nightmare marriage, which everybody already's done. I mean, the, the yell group is very Petrino. How much do you think Petrino already hates the oh, yell group? Oh, he hates him. He hates him so you much. Know he's got to. There's got to be a great week, like week three or something. That kid's out there in his overalls, and Bob Petrino just walks out with like a guitar, like Jeff Jarrett. Pegs him with it over the head. <laughs> I would love to juxtapose like the the yell group, like their disses of the uh, upcoming opponent with Petrino's because Petrino, you know, is you know, these guys are like these no good, rotten, lowly <laughs> rebel fans, and Petrino's like these slap mother like he just like I mean he is he does not ever hold back a word, but uh, yeah, it, it's the whole thing is an odd fit. It'd be like watching uh, Gigum. Like watching Wiffle Wall Street on HBO and then watching it on TBS. <laughs> Pretty much. That's <laughs> what the versions it'll be. Or PBS. Texture says, ESPN cutting everyone to get ready to pay Pat McAfee this fall. That's, that's the word. Texture says, football season starts when fall practice starts, and August 4th is only four weeks and four days away. Ah, beautiful. It feels good, doesn't it? What are we at? Kind of like 63 or something? I think that's it's right around there. Yeah. Because I know Alex Cupper got mad that he wasn't featured on 66 Day a couple days ago. Well, maybe he, if he didn't cuss so much on this radio show, he would. I, was, I wasn't here. Yeah, dropping two S-bombs on us. Well, you got to work quickly. Even that. in one of them, I was like, can you, in, in your cleanest way, give me a, like, a story? I was like, and he's just, like, two seconds later, he's dropping an S-bomb. I'm like, well, he's, a, he's a man of passion. He is. I love him still. I do too. Yeah, 63 days away All from right. kickoff. But yeah, once you once you get to August, you start getting some reports from practice. You start getting you'll get NFL preseason football. You'll get you know more and more preview content. Like you you can feel it once you get to August. So we've got one month left where we're just kind of in this just desert mode. There's just nothing going on. When is the? I guess it's, it's the first weekend. The first Saturday of August is the Hall of Fame game. I think. I feel like it's always yeah. That, that's always right around there. They ruined the Hall of Fame introductions of the NFL. They do the Hall of Fame game after like three days of practice too in the NFL. Those those first two teams, it's the worst game of the year. The NFL, I know I'm in the minority here, but like the NFL Hall of Fame introductions, I loved it. Cause, I mean, oh, it was too long. I loved listening to the speeches. It's just I, I always found them entertaining. Now they've they've got to go up there and they get like two minutes to talk only. It's just they've completely ruined what was once a really fun thing to watch. I honestly don't even know what you're talking about. The, when they do the Hall of Fame introductions in the NFL, it's the only one that actually televises their ceremonies, I believe. Texture says a lot of flights got canceled this week because of the wildfires, I think. Once again, Canada ruining everything for us down here. I saw I, – um, so, like, it made me feel a little bit better. So, I've been – Wednesday was really sick. And then the last two days, you can, you can hear my voice. I'm, yeah. I, I feel okay, but, like, I'm 
my throat has been sore. I've got terrible like post nasal drip, all this stuff. And I felt better seeing. I don't want to make sure I get their their name right, but one of the uh, the, the women who's a local news person last night, uh, Tessa Duval, she put out a tweet just saying, "Has anyone else in Kentucky been feeling absolutely lousy since the wildfire wildfire smoke moved into the area on Wednesday?" And like hundreds of responses, people saying, "Like yes, I've had this terrible headache. Yes, I've got this." Uh, it been popping antihistamines. Yes, I feel like garbage. It just made me feel like better. I was like, okay, I'm not the only one here who's just been so negatively impacted by this. And it's just get this wildfire out. Like, you you would think the rain would have moved it out of here, but it it's just it's lingering, just hanging over like a, a Trevor Kelsey, like just car bake. So you're gonna say like a beeping cheddar fart? <laughs> I was trying to be nice. I, I, I was trying to. <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind to finish that sentence, I couldn't say, and I I realized it after I already started to talk. I mean, come on, Ken. You've given us so many great things. Why take? Why give us this? I mean, you gave us Rick Moranis. You gave us Dave Thomas, not the burger guy, but the actor. Uh, I'm also saying, so this person had a comment about the Josh Hurd running controversy. I got oh, a yeah. follow-up in my DMs last night from the person who actually won and was like, uh, tried to get screwed by Josh Hurd. For the record, he's talking about in a race. <laughs> I told you people were worked up about this. So the, the actual story, because I know I felt so. Josh Hurd's forty-two years old. He had somebody else's Same. somebody else's bib, who was in the I guess between the ages of fifty-five and fifty-nine. So Josh Hurd technically won the fifty-five to fifty-nine age group, and a lot of people were like, "Who is this guy?" Well, he, he didn't, but the bib he was carrying did, exa- I guess. Well, no, he did, but he was carrying the bib. Yeah, yeah. So, so a lot of people were like, who is this guy? He does not look like he's between 55 or 59. And that's when the sleuthing happened, and they, they, you know, they found, discovered that it wasn't actually you know, it, his bib. So he just pick it up on purpose? On accident, I mean? No. I mean, I, I think a lot of times people will. Like, I've had friends who have been like, I, I can't run. If you want to run, do you want my, my bib? Oh, okay. So I think that's probably what happened. He, I don't think he assumed that it was going to be like this big controversy and it really i mean I, you haven't heard about it anywhere else besides here yeah, well, yeah. but the guy this guy was like i won I'm a, i won't give his name i'm not sure if he wants me to give his name but he's like i was first place it got cleared up pretty quickly why wouldn't you want to brag I mean, he's like if it hadn't gotten cleared up pretty quickly i would have just called tim sullivan and he, <laughs> <laughs> but he said i've got a west end youth event on july 24th that he can drop by if he wants to make it up to me so there you go josh if you want to make it up to the the, the people you scammed out of the 55 to 59 Age group in the mini marathon. Go to the West End Youth event on July twenty fourth. I'm, I'm I'm with the guy for wanting to be a little mad that he wasn't getting his credit. I mean, if I want to actually want to race, I'd want credit for it. Especially if I'm like pushing. If 60. I completed a race, I'd want credit for it. If I'm that, I focused, showed up to the race, I want credit for it. If I'm that focused and that like driven to be in that good of shape when I'm fifty eight years old, and I you know some <laughs> some young whippersnapping forty two year old <laughs> comes out there and takes my glory, I'm probably gonna let somebody know about it. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't fault them at all. No, I don't believe it. Don't fault them at all. Uh, Texter says, my absolute favorite part of the show is when the music is blasting after a commercial break and Mike tries to talk, but you can barely hear him because Trev refuses to turn the music down. I love this show. I mean. This has come up multiple times just this week alone. <laughs> maybe maybe don't talk so fast. <laughs> Let the music play, baby. Well, you know we're only here for the. gotten in trouble for that, too. We're only, we're only here for the tunes anyway. <laughs> Uh, it's the same texture says, why can't Trevor see his mom belongs with me? <laughs> she belongs with me. That's good. No. Papa? 
Texture says since the fourth is a Tuesday this year, a lot of people are taking Monday off to make it a four day weekend. That was my my guess. Uh, we're not. Well, we we are not. We will be here on Monday. Yeah. We will not be here on Tuesday. We got a we have a neighbor. It's weird because I'm actually doing the basketball on Monday because they have a weird game that day. But then Josh is going to do the 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 Fourth of July for me. That's what you said. And then I'm doing the Wednesday because he's moving next week. We've got a uh, neighborhood parade. The kids are we're going to push the kids around. We used to, I wonder if mine still does that. We used to have that. Used to made me think. But I haven't thought about it in so long. The um, our Fourth of July we used to have the parade where the uh, fire truck would drive around our neighborhood. And I'd, we'd all we'd all get behind it and ride behind the fire truck like in our big wheels and our bikes. See, we have a fire truck, but the fire truck is at the the back of the parade. We no, have ours pony. Is in the front. Oh, it's it's huge. Remember, I yelled at one time for riding too close to it. I'm not shocked by that. He's like, "You need to back up a little bit." I'm like, "What? I'm trying to grab the bumper and hold on to it." Doing <laughs> wheelies and falling down. Yeah, and I was I was I was on my uh, I think that was on I think that was when I was on my big wheel before it I, I, it blew up. Texas, I think it would be worse getting Trevor as a customer service call talker than it would be someone who doesn't speak the language. Uh, I was. Where are you from, sir? I would just make things up. If somebody ever asked me that, I would just make random cities up. You, yeah, England. Like Ontario. I mean, I mean, that wouldn't be fun. Eureka. You could sound the exact same way. First of all, you said making cities up. Ontario's a real city. I'm not be making up where I'm at. Not just not. <laughs> what a completely uncreative. I'm fully, I'm fully aware Ontario's a real place. I mean, I figured you would go somewhere where they speak like a different <laughs> dialect or different language. Do, do I need to? <laughs> can I help you with your cable? A. Hey. <laughs> should I go with the different? Should I try to change my accent if, I, if I'm using a different area? I'm gonna really pull one over on these guys and say that I'm from Indiana. <laughs> I'm from. I, I, I'm in. I'm in Oklahoma. What you need, bloke? <laughs> That's my cowboy. Yeah, cowboy. Cowboy. <laughs> Did you ever do the thing when you had a substitute teacher and you would, uh, when they took attendance, you'd raise your hand and, like, somebody is your friend? <laughs> No, but the stupidest thing of all time. I laughed every time we did it. They'd be like Craig O'Connell. I would raise my hand and he would do it for me. I'm like, we got one over on this little. Yeah. No, the only time I ever did anything bad with a sub was when she came in. Actually, was she started to hand out a test and I told her I wasn't an actual student. I was shadowing. (laughs) She for some reason believed me. Well, you can't get away with that though. Everyone else took the test. It's in the record book. I know. It's not really getting away with something. Okay, first of all, like. Sophomore Trevor didn't think that far ahead, okay? <laughs> You're only screwing your future self. <laughs> I pretty didn't think, wasn't thinking that far ahead on stuff. I was just amazed she believed me. It's like, who shadows Wagner? Like, no one wants the shadow to come here. This is where you end up when you don't get to school you did shadow. Like, what the hell? Someone said, I don't know if this is real. So we had the conversation yesterday about ketchup, and we both kind of agreed. Somebody asked if we were ketchup snobs. Like, could we yeah. tell it? And we're like, no, we can't tell the difference between ketchup. Can't. And then we realized that we could only name, like, two types of ketchup. <laughs> well, you named two. I can only name one still. Heinz and Hunts. Yeah, Heinz and, then, and Hunts. And honestly, that's all you need is to do. All, all it's H. Can they not get a new letter in the alphabet here, people? Catsup. They're just really trying to reinforce that it's not catsup. It's ketchup. Where did that start? Why is that? I don't know. We, okay. Stay focused. Somebody sent in this. Uh, I don't know if this is real. It's a Pepsi ad, and it says, Introducing Pepsi Cola Ship. It's sweet, it's salty, and it's every hot dog's new BFF. And it's a Pepsi, this is Pepsi ketchup. Oh, I thought Pepsi clear was a horrible idea. But it's, yeah, it's. I mean, I see the ad, but I don't know. You sure it's real? That's what I'm saying. I don't know if this is real. There's no way that's real. 
I'm gonna, I feel like it'd be trending if it was real. Yeah, at some point that would have been. Yeah, I, I would think. And if it's something like, from no, it's what, real. I mean, that, that can't be. That, that has to be like marketed like somewhere randomly. At select baseball stadiums on Fourth of July, they're going to have Pepsi. Cola. It's Pepsi cola infused ketchup. That is disgusting. First of all, Pepsi in general is disgusting. You're not a Pepsi guy, right? I'm more of a. I mean, I don't really care. I don't drink any soda. But yeah, but I've, you, I've been. I, was, I consider myself a Coke man. I mean, I can't. I don't. <laughs> don't, don't, don't use that clip. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> a little slower this time. A little slower time, yeah. Speak with speak pronounced <laughs> syllables. <laughs> you know, sniffing there. <laughs> yeah, I've been sniffing a lot on the show this week. I just like. There's like. Well, you'll meet somebody that like like likes one thing and even the, like. Can can handle or doesn't like completely despise the other. Like I don't know anybody who likes both Coke and Pepsi. I mean, I don't really care that much. I know you don't because you you, you look down on us soda people. But like, well, th- back in the day, <laughs> if, it, if you were at one of those places where you know the whole joke is you know is, is Pepsi okay when you order a Coke, I'd always be like, that's fine. See, I'm no. I would just give me the doctor. If you have Pepsi, then I'll take Dr Pepper. I'm sure you have. See, the- I like Pepsi products. Well, I don't like Dr. Pepper, and I like Mountain Dew, which are Pepsi Exactly. Products. Like yeah. th- Those were my two. Like, Even though I think Mountain Dew is kind of its own thing now, but still. Mountain all... Dew and, like, Mug Root Beer. Mountain Dew was my favorite soda when I was drinking soda growing up. Yeah. By a wide margin. It's, that's why it's, like, the second most popular soda in the world. But, is it just buying Coke? Diet Coke, probably. Hell, yeah. Diet Coke's, like, number one. Do you see the thing that they're trying to ban the substance that's in Diet Coke? What, so it's not diet anymore? I, no, I mean, it's, like, one of those... You know, the artificial sweetener that they use. Oh, they don't want it's it. It's like a carcinogen. Okay. They're saying you can't have it anymore. And one of my guys who I used to work with, who actually grew up as a Mormon, he lives on the same street as one of my best friends in Chicago, and he had this whole thing where he's like, I don't drink any alcohol. I've never smoked cigarettes. I've never used marijuana. I don't do any hard drug. He's like, my only vice is Diet Coke. Please don't take this away from me. He's like, he's like, if, he's like I don't know what to do if you take this away from me. I mean, that's... First of all, I just forgot to feel bad for that dude. I mean, it's a boring life. He grew life. up Mormon and, and, as a Mormon, and I mean, now he's not a Mormon. That's as exciting as you can get. I mean, I'm sure he lived like 175, but do you really want to live 175 Ken Starr years? I mean, come on. I mean, I'd just give me 75 Sammy Davis years, as Bill Maher once said over that, any day. I, but do you know, really, do you know anybody? You tell people drink soda, and they either like Coke or like Pepsi. No one's like, I'll take either. I don't think, I, I know anybody would take either or. Like, you're, you're one of the two. Yeah, I think it's mostly Coke people. And, oh, it is. Coke, it's like two two-thirds of the people who drink soda or Coke, I think. Pepsi, I don't even know where they, they would rank on the list. but Because Mountain Dew is number two, but Pepsi's probably got to be behind Coke, Diet Coke, and probably behind Dr. Pepper, too. You think? I mean, Dr. Pepper's got to be, yeah. Like, and Sprite's got to be up there. Sprite, yeah, and that's a Coke product, right? Y- it's an entity of yes. Coke. Sprite, Dr. Pepper, and I think Mountain Dew are kind of their own things, but they're still owned by, you know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to say? According to, okay, we have a, I don't know how this, where this information's coming, but this is via um, Newsweek. That's the one, the first thing I say popped up, yeah. The 10. This is from last year, it looks like. This is from like. 2021. Yeah. They've got Coke is one, Diet Coke is two, Pepsi is three, okay. Dr. Pepper's four, Mountain Dew is five. Sprite uh, six, Fanta seven. I hate Fanta. Fanta's not disgusting. Sierra Mist is eight. Sunkiss uh, is tied ooh, ooh, for Sierra, eight. Sierra Mist is gone now, though, isn't it? And then Seven Up is tenth. God, where do you even see Seven Up anymore? Seven Up's like, I don't think anybody under the age of like sixty-five buys Seven Up. Did you ever play the Seven Up video game? 
There was a Seven Up video game back in the day. They yeah, had that advertising with a little dot. The only Seven Up product game. I loved was the uh, Cherry Seven Up. I never tried it. It's just a, uh, I mean, it's a, uh, yeah, it's just cherry so cherry flavoring instead of it's really it's good. So, I mean, it's like a cherry limeade. I like cherry limeade. Yeah. Texas but, but says didn't didn't uh, uh, what's the name um, uh, Sierra Mist? They don't they change their name like Sparky now or something. I have no idea. I don't think they exist anymore. Texas, I worked at McDonald's in high school, and if you showed up like 10 minutes before closing, they would refry the fries that were sitting instead of making new ones. I don't doubt that at all. I have a buddy who always orders his fries no salt. Oh, I remember asking him. to make one, sure that they make them fresh? Just so he can get fresh, and he put salt when he gets home. By the way, Sierra Mist is now called Starry. There it well, is. It is the dumbest-looking name I've ever seen. Somebody told me something about, like, if you want, like, because I always get... Uh, filet of fish, I get it plain, very, very bare. But if you want to get like, if you want to make sure that they make it fresh, you need to order it plain or like just with cheese. Because if you order it like normal, they're well, sitting around for. That's a not necessary. They have heat trays. I don't know if you're all aware of that. I worked at McDonald's for one day and a half. Um, they make their burgers like six at a time, eight at a time, something like that. And then they will have like ten of them. And they'll put them in this little heat tray, and they're allowed to stay in there for like an hour. And they do the same with chicken patties as well as uh, fish fillets. So odds are, yeah, you're not. The, the closest thing to getting it fresh now is maybe if you get a quarter pounder because they're supposed to make those like upon order. But like I've gotten one and I can, I'll take a bite. And I'm like, I can tell this is not just made just now. It was, it's been in a heat tray. I used to, the day I worked, I would grab like a patty, a chicken patty out there and just snack on it during the shift. <laughs> Texas is not the same as food service, but I worked in retail. And while we would start closing procedures typically 30 minutes or so before the closing time, we would serve customers until the advertised closing time, and we would typically help people out 15 to 30 minutes beyond the advertised closing clo- closing time. I feel like you see that before. Like if, 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 if you're shopping at like a, the mall for a shirt or something, or like a suit, the, if, if somebody starts working with you 10 minutes before the, the, the store closes, they'll typically stay with you while the other place If you're in the mall, down. they're going to pull that gate down while they're working with you, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, I've been that. I think that happens. Yeah. I mean, you got retail-wise, though, your closing is, I mean, compared to a restaurant, is is night and day. I mean, a retail place, your odds are you're just going to have to vacuum. Where yeah. restaurant, you're you're scrubbing and cleaning dishes. I mean, there's a lot more to clean than, than it is in a, in a retail. Because I've done both, so I know. Texture says, uh, Trevor, my goodness, the secret song is a song that she only does once during the tour. She's trying to give each venue their own experience. She had a crap ton of songs. Some of the secret songs are very popular. Okay. Texture says. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a similar. You just did so many ways of deep cut. That's fine. No, it's not. I mean, something. <laughs> Texture says, is our Luke Hancock or Katie George out or at ESPN? Not that I know of. Now, do they officially, because they work for AC Network, does that cons- that means they're an ESPN employee? They are. Okay. They would because Jordan Cornette. And I know he did true, some yeah. ESPN stuff, but he was mostly he was the yeah, ACC Network mostly. Yeah. And Katie George does a lot of mainstream ESPN stuff now. Like she was on a, a bunch of their well, high-profile college football games. She does ABC stuff too. Like she's, I know she does the volleyball stuff. I mean, obviously. Well, she. I mean, she's the sideline reporter for like their biggest college football games now. A lot of the time. Yeah, I've seen her on there. You're right. Yeah. So she would be, but. I would assume that they we would know about it at this point. They said when the day started, it was going to be twenty employees. I think we've already heard like twelve or thirteen. So I would hope that they'd be okay. That'd be. I mean, we're pretty much mostly just been bass NBA and NFL, right? And some college hoops. 
a couple of little college hoops mixed in there, but it seems the majority has been the, the at least the biggest names. Oh, I guess I mean Kellerman's boxing if you want to be particular about something, but right, well he because he does all like he hosts one of those like screaming each other shows where they just talk yeah. about all sports, right? But he was that's his like his, his yeah he's a boxing background's guy. a boxing guy yeah. They sure don't do boxing. I mean, do they do boxing on ESPN anymore? When they have like a huge fight. I mean, it's UFC mostly now. More, yeah. Than, they have the contracts with them. Yeah. Remember USA Tuesday Night Fights? Vaguely. Oh, I used to love I, used to, I don't know why I used to love watching Tuesday Night Fights. Because Monday night was, was been, uh, WWF primetime before it became Raw. And uh, then there was Tuesday night, it was Tuesday Night Fights. Texas, how did Seth Greenberg and Corey Alexander manage to keep their jobs? Those two are arguably the worst analysts at ESPN. Probably don't make as much they, as the other people. They both are not good. I mean, Seth Greenberg is not only is he not good, he's annoying. Corey Alexander, I feel like, is at least, I've heard he's a nice guy. But he does so many of our games where he's just so wrong. I mean, last year we had a lot, we had a lot of Corey Alexander games where he's like, Louisville right back in this thing. And, like, we're down 23, Corey. Like, this I like is, the one where we're, I remember we were losing to, and he spent, like, the next five minutes talking about LL's his rap name. Oh. <laughs> is that where we're at right now in the situation? Greenberg, can't, they can't buy He's He's Dick Vitell loves him too much. Like if you, they, if they are boys. If your buddies with Battelle, you're not getting fired. I promise you. My re- most recent Corey yeah, Alexander took his Jello or something. <laughs> My most recent Corey Alexander tweet. This is from actually the, it was the end of the Mike Pegues season, March eighth, twenty twenty two. It just says Corey Alexander three minutes into this game. Credit this Louisville team for never letting its effort level drop under Mike Pegues. Corey Alexander fifteen minutes into this game. If you've watched this Louisville team of late, you haven't really seen this type of effort from them. <laughs> He tries. I liked him as a player. I liked him as a player. He was the Virginia Curtis Staples. They were team the, the Donald Hand era. That was a team that went to lead eight and lost to Arkansas, I believe. Texas says, Mike, I've been begging for the Tommy Tanks audio from Sean Moth. Where can I find that? I'm sure you can find it because that went viral last year where Sean Moth did the walk. <laughs> NC State hit a walk-off home run. Tanks did. And, like, Sean Moth did the very, like, like Homer – and it's a deep try. Oh, he's like, he's like, no, that, yeah, that ball's yeah. gone. And like, it went over. ESPN highlighted it. He got on Sports Center for it. Like, it was a lot. Of, I, I don't know. How, I'll, I'll try to look for a texture and try to send you on the text line, but I, I know it's out there still. Texas says, Trevor, I'd ag- I agreed with you on the Friends thing, but a deep cut is more specific than the Secret Song. The Secret Song is just a random song from her track list, which changes for each city. That isn't part of the consistent set list. It could be a deep cut, but it doesn't have to be. It's like Catholic is a Christian, but a Christian doesn't have to be a Catholic. Exactly. Okay. So it can be a deep, deep cut. Is, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. But not all of them. So they're both right. <laughs> no. So I'm right, you're wrong? No. In some situation in this, I'm right. You're not. Well, then you're wrong. <laughs> no. I was trying to give you a way to be, uh, be right with me, but you don't want to do it. Take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll give away a Louisville City FC shirt for today and take more text from you guys. Ooh. Also, talk a little Trenton Flowers. It's the Mike Weatherford Show here on 1450 and 961. The Big X.
song came out, I was like, does anybody ever really accuse her of staying out too late? Because she very much had, this is like early when she became a really big deal. Well, the date thing is true, though, because I used to... I, well, that was the, yeah. yeah, that was, the, that was that she got talked about a lot for. But she was kind of known as this, like, I don't think anybody talked, thought about her as like this party girl. Like, oh, no, she never out, got like the Justin Bieber, Britney Spears right. effect, yeah. Like, indeservedly so. But, like, this song came well, out, I was like, does anybody really say that about you? But Well, Spears was more... Down after she'd been popular, that was more of a child star, another, another typical child star gone crazy story. But Bieber went crazy while he was still popular, didn't he? Yeah, I mean he's still popular. Yeah, he's but calmed he, down, hadn't he? I think so. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you don't have. Like, when's like, what's, what's the closest thing to a scandal Taylor Swift's ever had? I mean, I feel like, like just breakups with with boyfriends. Yeah, that's not a scandal. I know. Yeah, she's pretty. She's pretty straight laced. Like, are we gonna find? Yeah, I mean, when when, when, where, when, when are we gonna have Taylor Swift leaving a? West Virginia game, drunk, thinking she just came from Burger King. Probably not going to happen. She doesn't <laughs> seem to be that type of person. Well, that's what I can say. Remember, you left Taylor Swift concert. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, let's give away a Louisville City FC t-shirt. The boys in purple on the road this weekend. Big game uh, tomorrow at 7 o'clock against the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Pittsburgh is at the top of the table in the USL. Lou City currently sitting not at wrong. fifth. Uh, Lou City, they're, they're finding their stride a little bit, though. They're, yeah, man. They're getting it together a little well, bit. I mean, don't worry. We'll be when it's all when the smoke is cleared and all said and done in the end of the season. We'll be where we, we normally are at the top of the mountain. You're damn right. Let's. Um, I mean, we have the most titles, right? I have no idea. We have to. We've won like three. But the USL was around before we got involved. No, they're not really. No one cared about them though. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. That's all that matters. Was it really around before we got here? I mean, yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely was. <laughs> it wasn't. I, I think the USL has been around for longer than like six, seven years, whatever it's been. <laughs> has it? Yes. Uh, it's inaugural season with 2011. So a little bit, yeah. Not that far ahead, yeah. Yeah, we we, we got there. Well, 2015 was the first season here. I think so, yeah. 2015, 2016. So yeah, we missed a few years, but we still may have the most titles. We joined in, yeah, in 15, yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, the, I have, like, a title listing on here somewhere, right? Probably. The, <laughs> we love all pro sports teams here. Oh. So we're going to intertwine. You know, we, we are the home of the Louisville Bats. We have deals with Racing Louisville and Louisville City FC. We love all the professional sports teams uh, in, this, in this fine, fine city. So here we go. Here's how we're going to intermingle at least two of them. The first person to correctly answer this question at 502-414-1450 is going to get a Louisville City FC t-shirt. Earlier this week, or within the last week, I'm trying to make sure I use my words right, the Louisville Bats set a single season, this season, record for runs scored. How many runs did they score? 502-414-1450. The Bats scored the most runs they scored in a game this season earlier this week. What was that run total? First person to correctly text in the answer at 502-414-1450. You're going to get a Louisville City FC T-shirt. By the way, we actually There's nothing loads on my computer. We actually tied for most championships with who? Orlando City SC. <sighs> we each have two. Our rivals. We've been in there eight seasons. They've only been four though. Annoying. Yeah, and that, and that were uh, O'Connell or what's his name? No, he left for the Orlando MLS. The, the, team. the MLS team because they were our parent team. And, yeah. And yeah, and then they. Like we we won seventeen and eighteen. They went eleven and thirty. So yeah, they they only did it before we got here. They've done it since we've been here. So, that so since even, since we've been here, we've been the kings of the. Council. Yeah, they don't. That doesn't even count. Yeah. 
But the fact that how does do they even have a team anymore? Orlando. Yeah, they have the MLS team. Oh yeah, so yeah, they're, they're, so technically we are. Yeah, if Orlando doesn't exist anymore, then we are the number one team. So we're, we are the we are number one. No one's owned more. Than, we're the only one to win multiple titles. We are the franchise. We the are USL. the we are the Yankees of USL. Are any of these right? I didn't know the answer. Uh, n- uh, no, nobody. Because they're flying in over here. We have a lot of answers. Nobody's correct. For the record, Kevin Newman. Kevin Newman's not correct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you a hint. The run, the, if you want to look this up, Googling is allowed here. The game where this well, happened. This point, yeah. The game where this happened was on Sunday. So if you can find out how many runs the Louisville Bat scored on Sunday, you can text. There we go. Now, now we got everybody in there. 75? No, 19 is the correct answer. Oh, okay. The Bats hammered Columbus on Sunday, 19-7, to to wrap up the first half of the AAA season. Uh, you guys were just all over the place. 26 is not correct. 75 is not correct either. 502. <laughs> we had several people try get 19. Let me go ahead and make sure I read that. Someone didn't say Pele. <laughs> uh, the Kevin Newman one was funny, though. Let's see here. There we go. Making sure I get the winner. Um, yeah, you got a lot of people sending that in right at the same time. I'm just, make, I'm just marking my territory winner. I'll get back to you during the break, and I'll get your information. So I think we're sending the T-shirts out now. I think that's, Are we that what we're doing? I think that's the new plan because nobody's ever at the studio where we uh, Did you just send them, let, let them come to my house and pick it up. Someone's always there. I don't want to make somebody go to your house. Well, I don't know if it says I want them to come to my house. I don't know what to say. I was going to have my mom give it to him. Anyways, uh, let's talk real quickly. Uh, not real quickly, but we can talk more if you want to. Trenton Flowers in the news a lot this week, namely because on Tuesday he was named a lottery pick in the USA Today mock draft for next uh, next next spring's NBA draft. Today, Perspective Insight, which is a website that covers recruiting, had a lengthy sit-down interview with him. If you want to, uh, to read the interview, you got a link up on Card Chronicle. You can also go to perspectiveinsight.com. But I thought he said some interesting things, namely about his recruitment to Louisville, what convinced him to reclassify, all that good stuff. So the the question from the interviewer is, you chose to commit and reclassify to Louisville earlier this year. What was Kenny Payne's reaction when you told him? And he said, man, it was crazy. He actually told me first. He found out first. Him and Coach Nolan, they called my parents, and they let them know. For KP, he's been at the highest level. He understands this. He knows how to get this done. He knows how much it means to the program in Louisville. I'm super blessed to be in this situation. And, you know, I couldn't have asked for a better coaching staff. Coach Nolan came out and watched me play a lot, so I'm super blessed. Mm-hmm. Would you like to explain your groan? I'm just kind of canned. A little bit. I mean, I feel like it's something that like a written out pre-issue answer to give to him. Well, I mean, he's an incoming college freshman. I don't want him to I'm, say anything that might be a little too controversial. I don't know. At this point in the season, I kind of wouldn't mind, like, We'll talk about KP. Kind of a putz, if you ask me. But you know what? This is my best opportunity to get on the court. He was asked what (laughs) factors played into your decision to reclassify. He said, reclassifying, that was big props to my coach. My head coach told me, he's talking about his high school coach. My head coach told me, he was like, you don't know what you're going to do. I was talking about maybe going to the G League Ignite and a little bit in some other places. Louisville wanted me to reclassify early. So my coach was like, you know what? Just go ahead and do it just in case. But if not, you can always come back for your senior year. I'll finish off my year with the state championship and other things. So he basically forecasted everything before it happened. So, man, it's crazy. Just seeing where Louisville was turning as a program. You know, they didn't really have the best season last year, and me being the type of player I am, 
I don't feel that I'm a regular freshman stepping into college basketball. Since I've reclassified, I've come in day one feeling like I'm a vet. It's just that dog mentality that I have, my leadership, and the awareness I have for all my teammates, not only on the court, but off the court. So I'm really taking pride in this, and reclassifying was just the best decision for me. Basically, he was like, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. Louisville was like, if you reclassify, you can play here right away. We need you desperately. Yeah. And he chose to, to go ahead and go that route, which is good. Also, like, I still am so perplexed and, and intrigued by the entire reclassifying concept. Like, this was never around when you and I were in high school. No, oh, no. I would have just reclassified my entire high school career. We, we were more, we, we were, you, you had a, we, we faced, you know, Prop 48s and people having to wait an extra year to come in because they, the grades thing. We never. Are all these kids just taking the, summer the, classes the, all the, the time? The ideas of going early to college was just, I mean, you, that, that's completely foreign. It's wild to me, too, because Trenton Flowers, I, I think it's probably one of those deals. So he's, ni- he's already, he's been 19 years old for a few months. Which typically your freshman year of college, you turn nineteen during that year. Yeah, which yeah. says to me that he probably initially was in the twenty twenty three class already. He's like the, it's like the Fabio Basile thing from a year ago, where everybody's like, "Oh, he's reclassifying," and the reality was he got held. He took a gap year to get bigger before high school, and so he's going back to his original class. Flowers, his age, he's in the class that he should be based on his age. So that says to me that maybe he at some point just held up or, or got pushed back a year. You know, that happens a lot nowadays. But the whole reclassifying thing for other kids, it blows my mind because you'd think the the least likely kids to be taking summer classes to get those extra credits to be able to graduate a year early would be basketball players because there's so much going on Unless in the summer. popular and you live and enjoy the time you're there, buddy. What I'm just saying, there's so much going on for big-time basketball players in the summer months. They're traveling for EYBL. They're traveling for – you know, these, these top 100 camps, they're traveling to take visits, they're doing all this stuff, like they would be the least likely to be able to rack up these credits, and yet it just it well, keeps happening. I, I mean, let's act like they're taking calculus. I mean, it's probably internet classes that are... I mean, but even before that was a thing, like, yeah. like, like 15 years ago, you were getting kids that were reclassifying. It just, like, I, I never knew it was an option just to be like, oh did, yeah, I'm going to go to school a year early. Did you do the college classes while you were in high school still? I had a couple of classes in high school that... I got college credit for it. Okay, because I got that, that. Just like I don't. Really, I mean, I'm assuming maybe when I was in high school that was thing. I don't remember anybody doing it though. Like to the point where like I know it's like this, this girl I worked with at Carbo Heroes. Like by the time she graduated high school, she had more college credits than I think I had when, while I was at college. Yeah, I knew. Some, I was like, I knew some people she, that she basically started college as a sophomore, pretty much. I, I mean, had friends who, I mean, a girl I dated, she graduated college a full semester early because she started college basically a semester ahead. Yeah, it's just like bad. I was like, man, just, I was just. I mean, <laughs> well, Trev, you didn't finish high school. No, so. I know. Well, I did technically. <laughs> technically, I eventually, you know, I, I made it back to the finish line at some point. Like the, the the cheating woman at the Boston Marathon, she gets out of the cab eventually. You got a I mean, rascal and got I to the finish line. I got there eventually, yeah. <laughs> when I got there, the the street clean crew was like sweeping up, <laughs> sweeping stuff up, and it's like it's like in King of the Hand, King Kingpin when he picks up his hand and hands it to him. That's me still sitting there waiting to finish. <laughs> Since we're making very esoteric references, all I can think of is there's an episode of Webster where he steps in to run a marathon for somebody and he finishes like in the the dark of night all by himself. That's how I was imagining that going. See, I always think of King of the Hill when Bobby does the fun run, and he calls <laughs> Hank's at the finish line waiting and waiting. The principal finishes. He's still waiting. His phone rings. Bobby's like, where are you at? 
They get the coffee shop two blocks from the starting line. <laughs> like, why are you there? He goes, I ran until it was fun, and then it was fun no more. <laughs> <That's a good laughs> I was like, <laughs> now the last question that I want to talk about, he gets asked about his his playing style, your your greatest strengths, all, all that good stuff. And he says, my playing style is versatile, like very versatile, which just reminds me of Mean Girls, not like a normal, not like a normal <laughs> versatile, like a cool versatile, like really versatile. Have, did, we, did he mention his character? Uh, we'll get that. I don't know. Okay, good. He says, you know, some people say that they are versatile and they can only do two or three things. There's nothing on the basketball floor that I feel like I can't do. Oh, wow. I can catch and shoot. I can shoot off the dribble. I'm going to get to my mid-range. I'm starting to put on size, and when I get to the rim, I'm starting to become really explosive, and I'm starting to finish above the rim super well. I think we saw that clip. I think he's not just, not just talking. I can also see the game very well. I feel like for being my size, I kind of have that Magic Johnson-type trait, which a lot of people don't know, but I can pass the ball really well. That's really my bread and butter. So as good of a scorer as I am, I also have a great feel for the game. And then defensively, I feel like I can guard one through five. I feel like I can guard any guard in the country, and then when it comes to bigs, I'm going to switch. I confront them. My athleticism and my length and size allow me to be able to meet them at the rim or to contest them at the last second or be able to get a deflection. So I feel like I'm versatile not only on the defensive, offensive side of the ball, but also on the defensive side of the ball. But, you know, for me, it's just staying in the gym and working hard and continuing to maximize my potential as much as possible. I mean, the kid is not short of confidence. I was going to say, it sounds like he's perfect already. Like Why it. is he not the number one pick? Well, he's lottery pick in some mock drafts now. I like I mean, it. Yeah, I guess. Lack of, would you be that confident and cocky when you were doing an interview, or would you just be like, well, I'm not exactly a great dribbler? And I, no, my, I feel my, like I would My tone passing it. ability is not what you would call on time. <laughs> I feel like I would tone it down a little bit and be like, I'm still need to work on certain things, but hey, I've never been as good at anything as Trenton Flowers is at basketball, <laughs> yeah. so I've got no frame of reference. I'm, a, I'm amazing he didn't go third person at some point in an interview. <laughs> Trenton's only one man. <laughs> I only did, so I, I did one TV interview in my lifetime like as like an athlete in high school. And it was very much like a like I, I kept like trying to catch myself being like like the, just not being because they were like you know you guys won the state championship game a year before it was after I'd pitched and they were like do you think that you could step up you lost three starting pitchers like can you be one of those guys and I was like absolutely and then I was like I don't know I don't want to sound like too much of a douche and then I, <laughs> I also kept realizing that I was like just doing the thing where I'm staring at the camera instead of the interviewer and I'm trying to look back and forth they talked to me for like ten minutes and then they talked to Brian Brom for like forty five minutes who didn't play in the game that they were covering. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's like that's the way it goes. That's be, yeah, some some people like, are bridesmaids, some are brides. I watched the episode too. They showed highlights. They showed like a very brief clip of my interview, and then they were like, "We also caught up with Brian Brom to get an update on his <laughs> recruitment." I was like, "God." Bless. And he just got interviewed. The closest I ever got for television on high school was when they, for some reason, they came to our Spanish class. I don't remember what they were even doing, and they were started filming us. And like that, I guess when we I went up to the the front of the the the, the class, Miss Ross had me and others stood up there like doing like a little like a. A, a test type thing. She'd ask, you know, say a word. Yeah. Say, and so they like had us filming. They doing it. So I got so excited. I watched the news later at night, and it was me on there, and I'd gotten the word wrong because I, <laughs> I didn't get my And they dubbed someone's voice over mine. <laughs> so it was like watching Tom Harding on Major League on WGN. I was like, you got. I've been voice dubbed. <laughs> like they. they they had to be like WHS I think. They had to like find some like random like person in the, the studio and be like, You know Spanish? Like Trevor Kelsey, how do you say hello? Oh it was, it was so bad. Um I was oh! I was like just like so upset. I was like a, a freshman in high school. I'm like, my life is ruined. <laughs> like I was gonna be famous for this. 
I believe the word is adios. <laughs> I don't remember what the word was. He's like Manuel and somebody. You can come up, come up here. Trevor Kelsey, who later peed his pants after getting his answer wrong. I still remember why they were even in there. It was, it was for who knows what. It was, I'm sorry, you know, a puff piece of something, but. And you know, they they they, filmed, they, ted, they talked to Miss Ross about stuff, and then they just had to like you know the proverbial like you know filler of us doing the stuff up there. And, but I heard him say, I went and got it wrong. I got embarrassed, <laughs> but I just kind of went with the flow of it during when the camera was on me. Just thrown yourself on the floor and just started <laughs> crying. Just kicked the my <laughs> life is over. Kicked the stand over like the TV. <laughs> that son of a. Blame. The cameras, he's just like <laughs> like an athlete, scorned athlete, walking off the floor. Like, get that camera out of my face. I grabbed the teleprompter, just toss it against the wall. That's, I'm tired of this crap. You take your Spanish and shove it. Just go straight Denny Crum after the Wake Forest loss. Get that camera out of my face. I was thinking Kim Mulkey. Just, <laughs> take my jet, take my jet sweatshirt off, just throw it. <laughs> put, your, put your sweatshirt up over your face. No questions, please. No questions. Kid doesn't know what green is in Spanish. <laughs> that's, that's probably what it was. I'm glad no, no one will ever know that that video's out out there. Anywhere, that's but. honestly, I'll give. <laughs> we know people in news. What station I was think, this? I, I want to say it was HAS, but it might have been. <laughs> I'll give late. my life it to was, find this clip. It was one of. It was either. It wasn't. It wasn't WDRB. It was one of the other three. Like wave WC. It was one of those. I'm calling out the Kents, Taylor Spencer, <laughs> nice. Calgill. That'd Tyler Griever, well, he's a WDRV now. Anybody who can find this video, go been, back into this. would be like 95, 96. 95, yeah, 95. Wagner High School Spanish <laughs> class. Let us find this footage. I'll spread it like wildfire. I don't think the voice was that. No one would have noticed it maybe, but I, I knew it wasn't mine. Roja. <laughs> Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, 5 o'clock hours up next. We'll get you guys back on the Thornton's text line and look ahead to, I guess technically this is 4th of July weekend. Do people? I know people will do stuff on Tuesday, but I feel like you're going to get fireworks this weekend. I feel like there will be some celebrations this weekend. Uh, look ahead to all that good stuff. Yeah, Even though Trevor fireworks. has already voiced his displeasure and distaste for 4th of July because he's not really an American. Uh, but we'll do that coming up. Hour number three. Keep it locked right here on 1450 and 96.1. Big X. Basketball season after every basketball text just sent us into like a 20 minute rant. I was just thinking this is gonna be played at the end of every segment with you and me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome in five o'clock hour here, Friday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. It's five o'clock, it's beer 30, big drinking weekend. Hope you're having one right now, listening to us. Crack open a cold one, crack open a whatever, have a good time. The weekend's here. Let's have some fun for the last hour of the week. Sorry, what were you gonna say, TK? 
Uh, I was going to say, I was, I was tw- like almost 30 years ahead of my time, but this is a song I was playing when I went off in the Spanish class. I was like, <laughs> look what you made me do. <laughs> is The Weeknd still popular, the, the musician? Uh, he, <laughs> so he, all I know about him is... I know he's in the Super Bowl like two years ago, right? He was, but he did this, this recent HBO show, started this HBO, I think it's called Idol. And all I've seen is, is how much people hate this show and the very odd... Odds one word, like still, like people are, are are doing these screen captures where they have him talking and, and what the the captions say, and some of them I can't believe it's actual <laughs> words on a TV show. Like, but it's, but it's on them. HBO, right? Yeah, but it's just it, it's apparently the show was just god awful and he was not very good in it. But he is still making music, to my knowledge. Okay, I like I, I like the weekend as a music. I mean, I like the 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 cocaine song and I like the even a lot though, of song about drugs. Yeah, whatever the one he did at the Super Bowl that was popular was The Blinded by the Light. That song's catchy. Blinded by the Light? Something about the light, yeah. What was the Blinding song? Blinding Lights. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a catchy song. Yeah. He, he had some it's like the only two I probably too. know, but I mean, yeah. He had some good. I, I like his music. I mean, I wouldn't have known him. He was on that He was on that Madden soundtrack that was real good a few years ago. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mountain? Men. Oh, Madden. 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 Okay. Did I say Mountain? I, I couldn't. I didn't pick up. I might have said Mountain. Uh, it is also it's Taylor Swift Day up in Cincinnati. It is. Uh, my wife is hopefully there. I've not heard anything back. I mean, she's, she was on road a few hours ago. Hopefully she made it. Hopefully she's getting ready for the 630 concert. I'm jealous that she gets to see Phoebe Bridgers. It's going to be uh, exciting. I'm, i got to go back. I listen to like three Phoebe Bridgers songs. That's, she's one depressing chick. She has a, a lot of sad songs, for sure. Like, it's, yeah, like, I listen. That's what I was going to say. When you said you hadn't heard of her yesterday when we were talking, I texted you. I was like, she's this, in the first episode of Shrinking, where yeah. the daughter, she listens to her and, like, does a thing where she grieves for five minutes and then stops. And then she told her dad, listen to Phoebe Bridgers. And he's on the bike and he's listening to it, <laughs> Jason Siegel, and he's like, bleep you, Phoebe Bridgers. I mean, yeah, she's depressing. I mean, she's. I was the three songs, and I was like, I think oh, I know you have long COVID. This is like not good for your psyche, man. I mean, you don't have to be sad to appreciate sad songs. I mean, it's <laughs> I, I not my. I after listening to half the song, I was kind of like, now nah, this is definitely Mike's wheelhouse. I, I, I get that. Uh, that that's that's you, it's your that's your thing, but it's still too depressing for me. I need some. I need a little something more upbeat in there. She has some upbeat songs. She has some like standard rock songs. I mean, I'd have to listen to it, yeah. But I, the ones I heard was, I think one was supposed to be about a breakup with, with uh, Ryan Adams, I guess. Well, she, it wasn't really a breakup. She got, she's part of the reason why Ryan Adams kind of got. Yeah, because he was like 20 and she was 10 or something. And he was very creepy towards yeah, her. He yeah, he was 40 and she was 20, I mean, but yeah. Was, uh, but that's, that was one of them. I can't remember the other songs that they were called now, just, but it was all really very slow and kind of like, that's not what I really want to hear, but yeah, teach his own. Yeah. It I, wasn't a horrible I think motion thing. sickness is the one about Ryan Adams. That's it. Yeah, motion yeah. sickness. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. All right. 502-414-1450. This will be a, a, a text line heavy final hour here. Congrats oh, to my guy Taylor who just won the T-shirt the last oh, hour for Louisville City FC. We will uh, – yeah, we'll take some text. We'll look ahead to this weekend. It, it's it, – I mean, does this constitute – does this count as 4th of July weekend with 4th of July being on a Tuesday this year? I don't – I mean, I know some people are getting Monday off, so it's kind of a holiday weekend. Some people but, are just taking Monday off. Yeah, to make say, it a how can you weekend. get Monday in Tuesday? That just doesn't seem right, right? It it seems perfectly right. It's America. Well, <laughs> right, <laughs> it was us, but 
It's not us. So, Should be I mean, us. Yeah. If ever we deserved a time to have a day off, you'd think it'd be Monday. That's a good question. Do you do the fireworks on Monday night or Tuesday? Do you save for Tuesday night? If you're a real American, you do it all weekend. And then Tuesday. Oh. And then, like, for three weeks after and just drive everybody crazy. I mean, the family stuff. I mean, because it's not like kids have school. So you can do it on Tuesday night, right? And just, like, as normal? I, yeah, I guess. I mean, you can treat your Tuesday. I know you have work Monday next day, night. but that's the part of being a parent. I mean... No, you do it on Tuesday. You do it on Monday night. But Monday Plus, night I mean, Fourth of July at midnight. That's well, I mean, if you want to be, mid, you want to be people aren't working the next day. That's the time to do it. I'm a, I mean, because what, what what are you going to say? Well, I don't want to do it on Tuesday. You got work. We do it on Sunday. You work on Monday. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so Saturday night's going to be nothing but fireworks going off probably out here. Probably, I think that's a safe assumption. Apparently, Phoebe Bridges is not opening in Cincinnati, by the way. I was wrong. Oh, that. no. She said, I mean, she had really good. Paramore. She's sad. Paramore, who I really like, is is opening, has opened before. I have no idea who the two openers are tonight. They, Muna. The great Muna? <laughs> the fabulous Muna. The fabulous Muna? <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. Her reputation's not very pleasant either. I don't know. Um, I, I can't find any information about who's open, opening. I'm sure it's somebody good. Tonight, I mean, opening. When when did opening band supposed to have to be somebody decent? Usually, isn't it supposed to be like an up and coming act that no one's heard of? Well, not for a tour like this. Like when I saw Led Zeppelin, Muna and Gracie Adams. I have heard of Gracie Adams. I've not heard of Muna. I saw Led Zeppelin. Lizzie Hyman opened for him. Wow. She played it. She played a violin. It was actually not that bad. There you go. <laughs> but no Phoebe Bridgers. Sorry. I led everybody astray. Uh, well, I'm, I'm returning my tickets now. You should, you're not going. 502-414-1450, Thornton Sex Line. Texture says, what do you think happens to all the big-name talent being let go from ESPN? It seems like ESPN is kind of its own thing. I can't imagine Fox Sports and others can absorb all these people. They won't. What, it's what, a great question because you've got, you know, what makes you, I guess, safe in this day and age in, in sports media coverage is being unique, mm-hmm. having something unique that you bring. And a lot of the people that are being fired – while really good and having great name recognition, they kind of do the same things that people that are already in their parallel roles and other networks do. And I don't know if that is going to make you super marketable. I think a lot of these people will probably go into different industries or just go to a much, much lower level. It's a, it's, this is a strange, strange time. I don't know if you saw the news. So National Geographic, which has been I mean, a huge thing for as long as any of us have lived, has fired basically its entire staff. Like, they're not – National Geographic is basically going to cease to exist. That sucks. And we're in this – somebody was pointing this out. Where kids going to see topless women. In, in, somebody in wrote this, this really good thing talking about how, you know, 20 years ago and really ever since then, there's been all this talk of, you know, Prince going to – we're going to online. We're moving to online. We're moving to online. And to the point now where basically nobody gets a hard copy edition of a newspaper. No. Now you're seeing online coverage get shelled in the same way that print was getting shelled 20 years ago. But we're not moving to anything else. There's no... The like, podcast or... No, it's just going away. TikTok videos. We're just getting smaller. And we are getting to a point where I think that a healthy percentage of quote-unquote news coverage is going to be done by the entities producing the news themselves. Like oh. You're going to get a lot of team coverage from... Like the only, I mean, we already you already see this to an extent where, and I think it's going to be different. I think Jeff Brom will have some open practices this this fall, but with Scott Satterfield, who didn't have any fall camp open practices, the only practice reports that you got were on GoCards.com, 
from Rocco. Like those were the write-ups, and you know you can. There's information there that you can use, but Rocco's also not going to put out like you know. Amari Huggins Bruce dropped seven passes. Like you're not going to get that type of, of info that you might get from somebody who's objective. I was going to say you're trying to say honest or something. Is what yeah. You're yeah. I mean you're not. Like and that's yeah. that's his job is to is to protect the brand to be. And he's a U of L employee. And I think you're going to see more and more of that type of coverage. And it sucks. Like it, you can say, well, these people should have done a better job or whatever. That's not the it's not the people. It's I it, mean, it's the fact that not all of it. But. Everybody wants sensational stuff. Like National Geographic is not producing sensational shock, like, hey, you're going to die if you don't read this type news. And so there's, you know, people don't have room for it. There's so, people are consuming so much every day. I mean, you talk about, you know, you and I both have discussed, we get lost in these, these like real loops where you're like, oh my God, I've been watching these reels for 45 minutes straight or sometimes like like four hours straight. It seems that way sometimes, yeah. And that's so much information. I mean, a lot of it is stupid, but every now and then you'll get something that's semi-informational or that's trying to explain something, and you're just you're processing, you're processing, you're processing. Not my reels. And you don't have time to spend like 30 or 45 minutes reading some new story that doesn't just grab you the, the, the way that this sensational stuff does. And it, uh, it, it sucks. I think we're all going to end up being the worse off for it. And you're also going to see a lot of uh, like AI-produced stuff. You already see it. Like I, so I search Google News every day for news and notes sto- stories. I want to make, make sure that I didn't miss something. And a lot of times you'll stumble upon these generic gambling articles that get out there. And I'll click on them, and it'll be like words put together that kind of make sense, where it's, you know, you know Louisville coming off L. Ellis scoring 20 points against uh, Memphis Tigers. And then, like, it's just it, – it, there's nothing there. There's nothing substantive there. But it, it crosses the 150-word threshold, so it will show up on Google searches. I'm sure it produces hits. Like, I clicked on it, and that's all that people care about. They don't care about having, like, you know, you, you, just, you, you got that click. It's basically spam that's out there, and you're going to see more and more of that. And it's, uh, it's, it's a very strange time. An AI article sounds like something I would have written back then. That was so ahead of my time. You were. You, <laughs> you were the original AI. <laughs> I was the original AI. Uh, you mentioned those people, all these people, I, I, I think, I mean, yeah, the problem is, I mean, yes, like your 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 specific sports people, your Rose, your Keychons, I mean, those they're just going to be replaced with probably a a younger former athlete. They're probably not going to be replaced, or or not at all. And and with like Susie Colbert, like yeah, she's just, I mean, she doesn't bring the table than being just a true professional and good at her job. And her and Kellerman, like a lot of the people that that behind the scenes, you don't know whose names are who get cut, are probably going to be replaced with someone. Who's twenty five years younger, and and you know, maybe like a Katie George. I mean, it's, and, you know, problem is in ten years, Katie George will probably get fired and replaced with an, a, another version of a Katie George. I That's mean, it's it works. Just how it is, unfortunately, in sports and that, and what'll end up happening to them more than likely. Odds are, I would say. Your athletes will probably just try to do podcasts because that's what they all do and hope to make money off that. And your your actual journalists, like your Colburn TV people, probably end up doing local stations somewhere. I think she's already said she wants to do something. Like she put it in her tweet. I'm sure, she'll do a podcast too. But. Well, no, she was. She wasn't even saying. You know, a lot of these people will be like, "Hey, I'm excited for what's next." I'm. She basically was like. I'm going to do something where I can give back. I've had a great career. Like she's essentially saying, like I'm moving. I'm not going to do anything that resembles what I've been doing before. Like I'm, I'm going to move into a different role entirely, which makes sense. I mean, it sucks, but when you are, I mean, she's most known for being a sideline reporter. When you get to a certain point, I mean, ESPN's the apex. When you get knocked down from there, that there's really nowhere to go. 
in, in that specific niche. And it, it's, I mean, she's been a constant. She's been around for almost three decades now. Yeah, I would like to think she could probably retire at this point, but. Yeah, you don't, you'd hope. I hope. And then she likes it. She do other side stuff she wants, like, you know, write a blog or something. I don't know. Yeah. Texas says soft drinks are horrible for you. It's the it's one of the number of one reasons why America is so fat. Oh, it is That's why I don't drink them. I yeah. I would I put dollars of donuts. It is number one reason why this is the the biggest country with uh, obesity problems. Yeah, I'm not healthy by any stretch. But the only reason why I feel like I'm not huge or, or worse off is I gave up soft drinks entirely after college. Yeah. I I, would. I used to be terrible. I mean, I would like Mountain Dew in college was like the second best thing you could get compared to like a case of beer like if you i brought mountain dew back from home and it was it was like gold every meal i'm just slugging mountain dew is there any alcohol you can mix with mountain dew i i, I would mix vodka every now and i was gonna say slushy. this is gonna sound really weird my uh i don't know a lot about my who my dad was other than his name and uh but i, ha- I had had stories heard when i was growing up i remember my mom's friends who hung out with him and, and her when they were all growing up and hanging out back in the day he was a very big fan of the mountain dew and bourbon I've not heard that. That sounds like, disgusting. Like, first of all, apparently my dad was a redneck. And second, <laughs> <laughs> second that did explain some of my 20s. Because <laughs> I, never, I never drink them together, but I sure as hell drink a lot of both of them. It's like, really, this is the information that I'm getting. It's like, could I not get something a little bit better? Mountain Dew and bourbon. I'd never, I've never mixed it, but I mean, I just, I just can't think of Mountain Dew mixing with anything. I mean, the worst combination still to this day was Big Red and Vodka because... Ew. My friend drank it and then he got sick and we thought he was dying. Like oh, we, yeah. we 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 thought he was vomiting blood. And we're like I'm like I'm like Robbie, no! But like, like trying to like take, about to take him to the hospital. What else did he take? We thought we could take him. We could take him to the hospital. Like we were freaking out. Didn't help. We were probably on other drugs too. So we were like in our own state of mind. But oh. like he's just like vomiting. I was like, oh my lord, no! What he needs? <laughs> Along the same lines, when when I got. I think it was last year. It was before all this stuff started. It was like it was like February of, of last year, two years ago. Like I'd got, I had that terrible stomach bug. Where like my whole family got, and I was the last one to get it. And like I threw up for like a day straight. I hate that. The last thing I'd eaten was this ice cream that was like red, <laughs> and it just made it like yeah. even if I wanted to stop, I wouldn't have been able. Because I'm just looking at it's just like a toilet full of just like red. It looks like you're bad It does. It looked like I was like possessed by some sort of demon. So the first time I had food poisoning was Little Caesars, and it was all pizza sauce coming uh, up. It was. Just... By the way, Reds Padres underway in Cincinnati. The early start time oh, yeah. because of Taylor Swift. Graham Ashcraft, the ace, seven pitch first inning gets out of it. Reds will come to bat in the home half of the first. Hey, Graham Ashcraft won the won to start last night in Trevor's universe. Oh, on the. By the way, I, I made it. Got a better ERA. So my, my re- <laughs> he does. Uh, I, so I, I did make it. I, no, I, I want to do the Reds team like the team it is. But I, I don't like Luke Weaver as my fifth starter. I don't like Luke Weaver as my fifth starter. Oh. And, and I have a prospect I'm kind of grooming. I guess his name is uh, uh, Petty, is your pitcher that you have. He's like in single A, I think, now. He's a draft pick a couple years ago. But he's got like a good projection on that game. Connor Edwards up there. Um, and I moved up Jay Allen, your first-round pick from a couple years ago because he's so fast. But I had to make a trade. And I, I didn't want to go like big time and like, bring in some like big name or something. Long story short, Brendan McKay is a red. Okay. And he's our fifth starter, and he went 1-0 last night. I like it. And I bet he's 20. He's too young. Oh, yeah. He's, I've got him in double-A right now. I think he's in double-A in real life, too. Yeah. Now, the other guy the first round pick is Dick J. Allen. I think he was, you took him first like a year ago. That's I believe that's good. Yeah, he's only in single-A now, but 
He's like a 92 speed. He had a decent bat, so I moved him up, and he's actually starting in center field for me now above Nick Senzel. TJ Friedel, what are you doing? Friedel's in left. Go TJ. That's my TJ. No, too, I, I want more speed in my center fielder. Here's a, this is an informative text here. Oh. This is, they're setting us straight here. They're sending it the wrong show then. So Sprite is a Coke product, okay, and yeah. Mountain Dew is a Pepsi product. Yeah. But Dr. Pepper is its own entity, a.k.a. Well, like the Keurig. Dr. Pepper is the company name. He says, depending on the geographic area, sometimes Coca-Cola distributes Dr. Pepper and sometimes Pepsi Company yeah. distributes Dr. Pepper. It just depends where you live. I worked for a Coke distributor for a long time. I did not know that. Okay, so it's all right. It's its I, own product. I thought it was because I knew I knew Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew does its own like advertising stuff. You know, it's technically like you said, owned by Coke and Sprite, yada yada. They're Pepsi, right? It, Mountain Dew is, yeah. Yeah. I always thought Dr. Pepper was more. I guess it's because I always. I think I, everywhere I go when I see it, it's always at places that only sell Pepsi. Maybe. I guess it depends on the, the, the region. Yeah. I guess here it's more of a, a Pepsi distributed product. Other places it's Coke. Is that kind of like how like RC Cola is kind of a little bit? No idea. I wonder if they're their own thing still because. I mean, I, I, yeah. Texas says, Trevor, I'm an either-or person when it comes to Coke or Pepsi. Call me crazy, but I think they both taste great. I say crazy. I can't. I just don't see how you can like both. I, I don't mind. I, maybe it's just because I just think I just think. I prefer Coke, but I don't. I, I've never. I was never that person who was like, "We don't have Coke. Is Pepsi okay?" Who was like, "No." I was like, "That's fine." So I, as a server, I would see that happen. Like, do you have I'm Pepsi? Sure you no, I have Coke. No, no. Ugh. I think my mom was that way. I yeah. like she's a I'm big that Diet way. Coke person. Like I if you, she, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I don't prefer Coke. I'm not. I'm not even a big Coke guy, to be honest with you. But somebody, somebody's driving in a car going, "Yeah, right." But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I will like if I if I had to pick two, I'm always picking Coke. I mean, yeah. Texas says if ESPN wants to lose Kirk Herb Street, I'm all good with that. Herbie's got to be safe, right? Yeah, he's Herb Street's. Yeah, him and Lee Corso and. Fowler, they're not going. I mean, that's like their their number one pre-show, right? Yeah, it's game days. Yeah, game days. There's nothing bigger. I mean, I feel like that tri- their their game day brand is bigger than any of their like even their you know they they always have the big Sunday Saturday night game. I feel like game day is a bigger brand for them than any of their actual game coverage. I mean, look at it. I mean, that's the only one they've kind of gotten right to a degree. I mean, I know you had they they've kind of flipped between like Galloway, I guess, and, and Desmond Howard a little bit. Is that kind of fourth guy maybe? But and it's mostly Desmond Howard now, but like when you look at the basketball, I mean, it's been a cluster bleep. They've that I mean, that's yeah. been a rotating door for the last two terrible. years. The NFL, they've they've had clearly, as you see today with the firings, are are, are just in a complete overhaul of their that coverage. I mean, I mean, at least they didn't hire Dennis Miller, but still, I mean, it's just <laughs> I <forgot about> <laughs> most people did. <laughs> but that's but yeah, everything else you can't fire the coach, but that's the only thing they've gotten right. Or at least it's still entertaining. Because I guess, you know what, I'll stand corrected. We, I mean, maybe we should correct ourselves. That's I guess if that counts as – not, I don't know if that counts as play-by-play coverage, but I do watch game day. I still watch game day. Yeah. I mean, even if it's – in the, I mean, if I wake up early enough, I'll watch it especially. But, I was going to say, yeah, you, yeah. you feel like you're getting up during like the, the end of the noon game. Yeah, pretty much more often than not. Texture says, I agree on Seth Greenberg. He's the biggest blowhard since Dino G. They're boys. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, I mean – Dino and Seth are boys? Yeah. Oh, that surprised me. There's so much Trevor's mom content on the, the text line today. I don't know if people are just feisty because it's the weekend. It's because I made the comment about come, bringing the, the people to the shirts to my house. And I said, you just you said something about no one wants to live with them. And I said, oh, they can go there. My mom will give it to There's, them. Have your mom give it to them, Trevor. Yeah, there that's, it is. That's, that's what I said, yeah. That's why I, it probably sparked that. 
Um, also, one of the guests is on the, the soccer guest, Trevor's mom. Wow. <laughs> Wrong. Dexter says, good idea on the shirts. Trevor's mom is great at giving away freebies. <laughs> I begged her to charge. Come on, guys. I begged her to take a dollar or something, man. Put, like, put some kind of like, container out there asking for money. <laughs> okay. Nancy's a saint. Stop. <laughs> the saint. Take her out to state dinner. Never call her again. <laughs> More good information from the text line. So we were talking about USL, Louisville City FC, where they stack up there. Texas, Louisville City FC is the top USL franchise in revenue generation. They double the next USL franchise in revenue and merchandise sales. They're closer to an MLS franchise, but the entrance fee is so ridiculous, $250 million, that they will likely never be able to make the jump. It's $250 million to join the MLS? That's a lot. They should pay us $250 million to join the MLS. Are you sure you didn't, like, screw up a decimal on that? Should it be $250? I mean, $250 million, that's absurd. So how did Cincinnati find the money? That's a very good question. If we were... Because I'm so mad they got in over us. We deserved it more than they did. Everyone knows it. If we're producing double the amount of revenue as the next best revenue-generating team in the USL, I can't imagine Cincinnati FC was producing more than us or that much more than us during our time in the USL together. So how did they, I mean, is it just because Cincinnati's got that much more money as a city? No, I can't. No, I mean. 250 mil is, is steep. That's hefty. That's, I'm not, I'm not questioning the text. I do wonder, though, how accurate. Also, am I dumb? Like, when, when, well, I know I'm dumb. But am I dumb in this uh-huh. front? When, when expansion happens in the other big leagues, in, in NBA, NFL, and, like, yeah, there's a lot of competition to get those spots. Do, do the winning cities have to pay? Like, when the NBA expands, and they, if they go to Las Vegas and give them a franchise, is Vegas going to have to pay to get that spot? I mean, I know they did when they did mergers of the you know AFL and NFL back in the six, and back in 67, and when the ABA did, they had to pay. But into the NBA, the four teams. Because I never knew. If, if that's true, I, it's something that I never knew. I always thought it was just like a win. Like, hey, we're rewarding you for being an attractive franchise that can help us grow our big brand. But instead, it's like, hey, you win. Pay us $250 million. I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, you might have to. I guess it's worth it. I would, th- I would like to th- I would think that it, it, the major sports, your big four majors now, may not, maybe don't do it. There are expansion fees. But I guess. But MLS, I could see definitely. I mean. If the NFL expansion happens to 32 teams so or 34 teams. Don't see happening. But the league could charge expansion fees worth around 3 to $5 billion. Yeah, that's probably worth it when you look at how much an NFL franchise could make you. Can you imagine if we wanted an NFL franchise? Like, do you guys have $5 billion lying around? <laughs> Get rid of the bike lanes. Go fund me. <laughs> We're never getting that fountain fixed. We can't even get YouTube cameras. Yeah, well, <laughs> Texture says, are eighth graders taking high school AP credits now? I have no idea. I mean, My knowledge of the eighth grade community is I'm limited. I'm so Thank God I'm not in school anymore. I'd be getting lapped by like I'm sixth terrified graders. of my kids coming to school. Like, I'd be a sophomore older. in high school getting lapped by Doogie Hauser over here. It's like, just, just <laughs> I'd be so embarrassed. That might be more motivation, though. Might have been better for him, but it been good for me. You should take an AP credits. Take <laughs> a high school class. You should have. Like, what are you talking high school? <laughs> I got an AP credit for a Spanish class that I took in high school that was literally the easiest class. The, the irony is I'd be considered such the biggest narc if I went to a high school class today. 
which is <laughs> funny in its own right. <laughs> we got credit. We, we all got AP credit for the Spanish class that was just, I mean, complete pushover. So much so that one of my friends, like, graduated high school, he knew, like, no Spanish. And so I. because – but he went, to, he went to UK, and I guess it was just because, you know, specific majors have different requirements. But his, his major required him to have, I guess, two foreign language classes. So he already had the one, which automatically sent him into, like, a higher – foreign language class where like they talked Spanish the entire time. Like all these people were were fluent. And so he had this thing, the two, the two final projects for the year were in front of this auditorium class, you have to get up and have a one-on-one conversation with a professor in Spanish. And he said, he's like, he's like, I just skipped the class the entire year because I I, I knew that there was, I, I didn't know any of this. And so he's like, every question that she asked, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, yo, no say. Like I, like, I I don't know. For like for 10 minutes, she finally like, gives up and like sends me back. He goes, I go to her after class, and I'm like, so I, I got AP credit for the Spanish class. I don't know any Spanish. I need this. I just need to pass this class to graduate. If you don't pass me, I'm going to have to come back for an entire another semester. Just give me a D minus. And that's what she did. She just she gave him a D minus, so he got nice. to graduate. I was like, well, that was, that was kind of her. Sounds like my Spanish teacher. <laughs> Texas says, uh, the bubble wrap we got. Oh, this this guy he texted in again to to his his brother in law. <laughs> the bubble wrap we got. He's why he delivered keep texting the us. I did it again. Sorry, I'm having issues today. Feel free to read. The bubble wrap we got last night won't be delivered until July 10th through the 12th. So looking at other options. Is this a murder plot? Is he moving? It's either it's who either orders bubble wrap? Murder, murder or moving? One of the two. Murder or moving? Maybe he's moving a murder. I feel like this is a Dexter thing. Like, if you move again, you're getting a moving crew, right? Oh, God, yeah. We, we got a moving crew last time. Okay, yeah. Because I, 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 was, I was joking. Our man Josh is moving next week. and he's talking the about, worst. And he's talking about, he's like, this is the first time I'm moving. I'm getting a crew to do it. And I'm like, yeah, you're 43 years old, dude. I will stay at my like, house until we're, like, legitimately having stuff popping out of the windows because we have no room left. <laughs> I can't. I, I just... I, when you get over 30, you get a crew, right? Yeah, you get, you, that's when you have to stop doing yeah, friends. That's one of those things, yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't have – so when Mary and I moved in together, like, we didn't have that much stuff. We really didn't. Like, we, we moved into the house. We bought a lot of stuff together. We bought a lot of, like, sectionals, and I think we had a couple of beds that filled the, the bedrooms. But – and especially now, I mean, so we, we didn't have any baby stuff, obviously. Oh, yeah. But, like, we had a limited amount of stuff that we moved in. It's going to be – for this next move – it's going to be so much work. I mean, we have a whole house full of stuff that's ours that has to go with us. Like, well, how much of it do you just, like, just don't, like, move it? What do you mean? Just, like, leaving the house? Okay, for example, when I moved, I, I had an apartment in Devonshire, and I had no furniture or anything, and I just happened to run across a, a yard sale because they were moving from, like, plantation to some other neighborhood, and he literally sold me his entire basement setup, uh, couch, end table, chair, uh, the stereo system with the, all his records, all this for, like, 50 bucks. Because he just didn't, he just was like, you know what? I don't want to move all this crap to my new house. You move it out of my basement. Yeah, we're not going to do that. Well, I mean, all of our stuff is relatively new. So, okay. I'm just, no, this stuff was not relatively, trust me. <laughs> there were places, so great collection of records, though. When I worked at uh, St. Joe's, the orphanage, one of the things that they did that I don't think a whole lot, like they, they basically would have like, like discount sales every Monday, like essentially like big, gigantic yard sales. And a lot of people who were moving and stuff, like who had stuff that they didn't have homes for, would just donate it to St. Joe's for these yard sales. But some people like took advantage of the situation and just like, you know, they just 
like here take the whole house i'm like we can't move we have a we have a <laughs> pickup truck and those were the worst jobs you'd like one it was good because it was a time killer you travel to like old louisville and you, you load up some furniture and be back and it took like two hours out of the day but then sometimes they'd be like here here's a 500 pound oven you you, you you, you know, 20 year old kids move this into this truck. And there was one time, the most dangerous thing and dumb thing looking back that I've ever done is we loaded this woman basically like loaded her entire house into our, these two trucks we had. So there wasn't enough room for like all of us to fit back in the truck. And like, I'm uh, on the Gene Snyder riding back the highway. I'm like sitting on the recliner in the back of the, the truck, like, like acting like I'm like having a drink, like the dumbest it's like possible. Grandma coming in on Beverly Hills, uh, Beverly Hills. Yes, exactly. Like just to get a few yeah. laughs from people that are like driving past, like laughing, like look at this idiot. I was like, if we got, I mean, I'm a hundred percent dead. If we get in the most minor of accident, looking back, I'm like, well, what was I doing? That's the stupidest thing of all time. But actually, I, that's that, that you you aren't lying. I, I that's a tragedy that happened to a friend of mine. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was his brother tried to very, very and, dumb. and fell off and, and passed away. But tried to be a Debbie Downer on the show. Yeah, well, I brought it upon myself there. Bring up the story. Second break when we come back, uh, we'll take we'll get through run through your text on the Thornton sex line. We'll head to the weekend that will be and also give you some more updates from Great American Ballpark as the Reds look to continue their run in first place in the NL Central. So the Mike Rutherford show wrapping up next here on a Friday on 1450 and 961, the Big X. Oh. Oh. Look what you made me do, look what you made me do, look what you just made me do, look what you just made me do, look what you made me do, look what you made me do, look what you just made me do, look what you just made me do. Me, why this is this is you walking into the cookie store? Tibbets were closing. Damn it. <laughs> Can we test the TK short term memory here? Who's the song about? Katy Perry. Damn right. They've made up though since. Did they, they kiss and make up? They, no, not, not kiss. They started a video together. We've got Ooh, some, I like the sound of that. Okay. <laughs> We've got some breaking college sports news here. Uh, San Diego State, which had basically semi announced that they were trying to leave the Mountain West Conference for the Pac-12 for the last couple of months. They have uh, announced that they're going to remain a Mountain West Conference school, I guess provided that the, the league doesn't try to kick them out for, for trying to leave. But the Mountain West will will basically keep San Diego State in the fold as long as they can uh, until the Pac-12 expands, and then at which point they would be an attractive candidate. But SDSU staying in the Mountain West, that's a big deal for the conference as they are coming off of a, a national runner-up finish in men's basketball, which is pretty impressive. Go ahead. San Diego State's like the, the guy in medical school still staying with his girl. And when she graduates, he's like, peace out. Get in the model. Pretty Go much. to the Pac-12. Uh, I mean, the Mount West, she's got to be like, no, I mean, what, dude, you got to have some, some respect, right? No? Well, not at this point. Not, I mean, not with the world crumbling around you. It would have, I, I think it would have been, I don't know if funny is the right word, but yeah, there's, there's all this talk about. The West Coast not producing a national champion in college basketball since Arizona in '97, and you know, is, is Gonzaga going to do it? Is UCLA going to do it? Is Zona going to do it? It would have been kind of funny if it was San Diego State that did that it. That would have been, yeah, because you know, not a Pac-12 power, not even a you know, not Gonzaga, but they came pretty damn close in the end. 
came up short. I'm reading that book about the Bob Hurley. I'm almost done You're with still it. How long is that book? Like War and Peace or something? I mean, I, I read like a chapter a night. It's, it, it was like, How many chapters? You've been reading it for like three months. I've been reading it for a month. There's <laughs> like 32 chapters. <laughs> but there's a, uh, there's a, Louisville actually comes up a number of times. One they wow. talk about, because it's up there and they're focusing on the high school in New Jersey. And they talk about Sebastian Telfair. It's his class when he's at Lincoln. They discuss him. But then there's a whole chapter. The, the St. Anthony team, they play Juan Palacios' high school. Oh, wow. I didn't know. I didn't realize that was where he's from. Yeah, and they're talking about, I think he, was playing, two, two New, together, he I was playing in New York. But they played a lot of New York schools on their schedule. So they talk about how you know their, their whole game plan is slowing down Palacios and how Rick Pitino is comparing him to Jamal Poke Mashburn. The and they're all talking about this. It, it was kind of a, it was an interesting read, but they discuss him. Uh, and they say Anthony does do a pretty good job at frustrating him. He apparently fouls out of the game and gets very upset afterwards. But it was a nice, some nice blast from the past. But it, it is crazy reading that and reading about there, there's all these, I, I guess, attempts to compare Danny Hurley to his father about how Danny seems so content to be a high school coach and he feels called to the duty of, of the high school game and getting players into college and he's going to be the next Bob Hurley. And then you look forward now and he's kind of the biggest thing in college coaching 20 years later, which is uh, kind of a wild rise. What's, would you consider Palacios a disappointment? I think that he uh, – if you ever go back – the right word or underachieving maybe a better word? or Maybe just based on his – expectations coming out of high school. Oh, yeah, he was right. built as an NBA player, and, and he obviously never got there. But if you go back, and I've watched this game in the last couple of years, if you go back and watch any of the games in the 2005 run to the Final Four, like the Washington game or the West Virginia game, he looks like a different player than he did his his latter years after the injuries. Like, he started as oh, a yeah. freshman. He was very good. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. I mean, it's just... I know a lot of people like, kind of point to the eye poke thing, but it was the, it was the, it was it was the, the other injury. Yeah, these are the really did a minute. I, yeah, I know that, but... I don't know, I just, I mean, cause I, I mean, it's not that he wasn't bad. I mean, it's just, he just felt like, and a lot of that's to do with Rick Pitino, I know, as well. But it's, he just, he did, I don't know, I just like, he he did feel like he fell sh- very far short from what you expected, especially after four years. And, I mean, who, I mean, where, who, I mean, what other names come to mind when you think of maybe guys that just definitely fell short for you? Well, I think also if if, if the injuries hadn't happened, I wonder well, well, the I reasons, think he would have had a different career. And you can you can you know say that, but I mean, in regardless whether they had injuries or off the court issues or whatever, I mean, he's kind of up there though, isn't he? I mean, I mean we've I mean, we went over the highest rated recruits in Louisville basketball history, which is been, basically yeah. a who's who of disappointment <laughs> of disappointments. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've had a a ton over That's the years true. of guys who've fallen in that kind of around his recruiting rankings who who have been. I mean, and even some guys that wound up being. Fine college players, but just That's didn't true. live up to expectations. I mean, Wayne Blackshear is a guy that people will put in that category. His he, at least his last run his senior year kind of gets great. him off that. But shelf he was a McDonald's All American yeah. who didn't wind up becoming this big lottery pick or anything like that. Shane no. Bahannon, same deal. VJ King, definitely the same deal. Shaquan Aaron was a highly touted guy who wasn't very good. That's yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, I mean Sam not, Williamson recently. I wouldn't say Samuels as much. Obviously, Derek Character the biggest probably. I mean, Williamson was a McDonald's All American. Yeah, he was. He was Character definitely was a little bit of a disappointment. I mean, you say Williamson showed flashes on the, some of the worst teams we've ever had though. Yeah, but I mean, he's like the, the yeah. I mean, he shows like yeah, well, he put fifteen rebounds in a game one day. I mean, yeah, Sam we Williamson all, is we the, won fourteen games that year. I mean, Sam Williamson's the third highest ranked recruit in the history of Louisville basketball. That's insane. And he could barely average eight points on a team that 
113. In fairness, those rankings only count like from like 2000 up, right? Still, we've had some pretty damn good teams over the last. I know, but years. we had like we've had McDonald's All Americans like McCrays and Griffiths and and stuff right. like that that, were, that would have been pretty highly recruited, I'm sure, on the, the rankings if they were allowed. Yeah, Williamson. I mean, Williamson was a five star prospect according to 247 Sports. McDonald's All American, number 19 in the class. He's a weird one too because he was like so, he was unranked as like a junior, right? Or he was like he was in like the low hundreds, and he just kind of blew up his. Like, no, he was like around the forties. Was it forty? Okay, he, he, he blew up late for sure. And I knew he moved up a, a giant amount. He drew between. rave reviews of the McDonald's stuff too. I mean, he won the award. They asked all the players, you know, you know, do these superlatives. Who's the best shooter? Who's the best whatever? And they asked all the most underrated player here, and he got the most votes. So he just it just it did not pan out here for it. And honestly, it has not panned out for him since going. Like he put up bad numbers at an SM for SMU last year, who was terrible. Um, but I he's, remember what? Did, yeah, what did he do over there? He was like nine and eight last year for for SMU. That's, that sounds kind of like typical Williamson, though. I know, and he was he was yeah, it was not a good team. I think he ended up not starting for that SMU team, which won like twelve games. And he's coming back for one more season. But uh, yeah, he's I think he just one of those guys who just never really developed as much as he should have. Uh, we got about uh, let's see here. 12, 13 minutes on the Thornton sex line. If you want to get your thoughts hey, in. Hey, you almost nailed it. 9.7 rebounds. There you go. If you want to get your thoughts in before we head to the weekend, if you got, uh, you know, let us know your holiday plans. Fourth of July, sparklers, little poppers, whatever you want to do, let us know uh, at 502-414-1450. Also reminding you uh, before we get out of here, before we go back to the text line, AirServe of Louisville's got you covered. If you have air conditioning problems this uh, this uh, weekend or anytime this summer when it gets hot, they're open 24 hours a day. Call them any hour, any day at 502-785-8600, and they'll fix your problem, get that air back on, get you comfortable in your own house, get you sleeping through the night without any sort of issue. 502-785-8600, AirServe of Louisville, your home team. Will you be doing fireworks this weekend? No. No, okay. You know, even for, 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 I mean, Virginia, she doesn't want to see him? Uh, I mean, she's, she didn't really care. She's not. I mean, John is is irrelevant. I know, but I mean, they usually. She's at three. Where we, like you get released, let's get her some sparklers, right? I mean, we could. I mean, uh, we, maybe we will. I don't know. I mean, we haven't. We don't really have any big plans. She might like some poppets. You know, throw them down. There's a house like seven down at the end of our street that always goes out in the street and puts together like a, a one of those like fairly large yeah. displays, and we usually like, go out in the front porch and watch that. So that may happen. We'll do that. That's okay. good enough. We'll let. I'll let that guy handle. I love how your 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 attitude towards fireworks is like mine for everything else in parenting. <laughs> like, like you sound like me trying to tell you to do the vacation. Don't waste all that money going on the Hilton Head. Just take them out in the backyard. Put a sprinkler down. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's this is not like watching fireworks now, is a lot less. Now instead of like going and buying going fireworks do it yourself or going to like Tom Sawyer, you're like. We just walk out front, got on the streets, got some got some cool stuff. I mean, you realize fireworks like aren't very expensive. Very different than going on vacation. I just love it. You, just be so- you can go to Target and buy like a bunch of fireworks for twenty bucks. <laughs> I mean, they're not good fireworks. The same that these guys doing. I was just there. I was like, we're not doing this. Texas says, uh, "Did you see Calipari is whining on how unfair it is for freshmen to be playing against grad He's I always did. whining. I did see that. I, I didn't see it, but he's. He, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. He's, he's like, we've got some guys out there that are twenty six, twenty seven, playing college basketball. I'm like, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, one of them was your kid. I mean, <laughs> you wanted Oscar Sheway back last year, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, it just it it comes off as because he did. Calipari also he's, that's exaggeration, by the way. Twenty five, twenty six. I mean, it's gonna be a little less hyperbolic. Well, there. there there were five players last year who were twenty seven playing college basketball. 
And I think there'll be a couple this year, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying there's not some out there, but it's not as if they're every team has a right. 28 year old or yeah, something. It's, on the it's roster, not, that com- it's it not a common yeah. thing. Um, I mean, he also, Calipari announced last night that he was doing a press conference at like 11 o'clock on a holiday weekend, which is kind of crazy. Although, at least he's talking. I mean, that, sounds like, that sounds like something he's going to announce, like a scandal or something, you would think. No. We haven't we haven't heard from Kenny Payne, and I'd like to. <laughs> Does anybody know where Kenny Payne is? He's at the uh, the top 100 camp. At least he was. That's what we hear. But uh, yeah, Calipari was definitely doing some some extreme whining. Shocking. I, I mean, I do, I'll give Kyle Tucker credit. He did respond to this and was like, "Cal just signed a guy on his fourth college, and how old does he think his guys are?" are uh, how does he think the guys are his one and done's faces NBA rookies? Safety issue? Come on. Yeah, Cal's trying to say it's a safety issue for these 18, 19 year olds to go up against <laughs> safety 25, issue. 25, 26. This is about the safety of 17, 18, 19 year olds. Come on. Does he, does he is, so what he's saying is basically also they shouldn't, the one and done shouldn't exist? I don't know. Because I, guess what? If you're a one and done, you're 19, and you're about to go up play against 28, 30 year old men, does Cal not think it's safe? So he's saying that. If you come to Kentucky, that you should not go one and done because you're not ready. That it's He's not just safe. saying that anything that doesn't benefit my current roster is something that I'm against. Yeah, exactly. That's basically it. He, he also said today, uh, we were always in a strong position with this roster. I was never panicked about anything, which is a straight lie. Oh yeah, if you yeah. weren't. You should have been. He's just like no one else wanted Antonio Reeves. Texas says, did y'all ever get to the football parking segment from Monday, or did Trevor befriending children online derail things? It did. Okay, first of all, I never do, I never befriended children online. I think that happened. I'm not like hanging out. You befriended messages. the kid that you yelled at, who was like eight years old, on the, and then you said, "Oh yeah, that kid, yeah, yeah." <laughs> Which the last part of that was the most disturbing. <laughs> he's still on my friend list on there, my can list. He's always playing Fortnite. I saw him on there. Last, I didn't see him on my last night because I don't have internet, but I saw him when I looked at my PS5. He wears Superman shirts. <laughs> it's more and more disturbing. Texas AI will cover sports. It already does. It's going to get more stuff. Texas says they fired, they did fire David Pollock from game day. Yeah, I forgot yeah. he's been doing that, and so has, but like the main the game, The main three are, yeah, is, is Fowler, uh, Herb Street, and Herb Corso. Street, and Corso. And now they have Desmond Howard on there, too. Yeah. And then Gall- Galloway did it, or was he just, was he, what's the, what's the, the, the game day, I guess, the fi- game uh, finals? He does that mostly, doesn't he? Yeah, the end show. Where they do the sticker, the helmet stickers, right. yeah. I feel like, I know game day is their big brand, but it did feel like it was getting a little bit crowded in recent years. Like, we don't need all these guys up need, there on the you, podium. You need four at the most. I yeah, mean, and they've had, they had like five. So like, David Pollock, I can see why he would get the axe. But then if, if you only want to do three, and then you bring in the guest person each week. I mean, if you're going to do that, then you probably only need three out there. Texas says, there is good news. Jay Williams was fired. I knew that was a rumor. I didn't know that actually happened. I mean. I feel like draws again. Like he was—he's been he fired years ago. I mean, why was you kidding? Jay Williams. I mean, I'm—I've heard he's a a nice enough guy, but yeah, he did. Well, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I just, the, some of the stuff that he has done has just been—I'm like, how did did he have a job? I mean, the the Celtics tweet enough. Celtics finally hire somebody like like, like a black coach after years. It's like, no, he's their seventh black coach. I was hacked. No, you really, really is the same, is the same guy who hacked the Duke administration to get you a degree. Did he get a degree? He left early. He might have. I don't know. Texas TK's mom is a nice, respectable lady. Thank you. Also, sending a picture of his beer at five oh three. 
It's got a lobster on it. I thought the next text was going to be like, and she likes it dirty. (laughs) (laughs) I was kind of expecting that to be the next text. That looks like a tasty beer, listener. Well done. Also, I love your uh, return key on your computer pad. It's very classy. (laughs) Nice. Texture says, uh, I, as angry guy, started the Trevor Mom bit. All you clowns get you own jokes. You just didn't realize it because it was a different number. Angry guy equals original Trevor mom. Guy. Well, I know angry guy. You text in from like seventeen different numbers. <laughs> angry guy's the original mom guy. Yeah, I don't think he is. As soon as that's where I got my anger from. It's too. It's too. The mom stuff has been too creative for it to be an angry guy thing. Oh, are you saying angry guy doesn't have creativity? That's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, that's a shot fired if you've ever heard one. I mean, he does text the exact same thing in from different numbers. So if you're looking for creativity. I mean, the fact he changes his number, does that count as creativity? No, it's just pathetic effort. Oh. <laughs> it's just sad is what it is. You hate angry guy. I mean, he's, he's angry. He's mean. I think I know why. Well, I mean, let's find a different show. <laughs> Texas says, yes, I believe they expect Vegas will have to pay like $4 billion when they get an NFL team. <laughs> but Vegas already has What's they NFL? said? Three to five. They haven't an NFL team. But does that, does that count when you move from a different city, though? Or well, I guess that... maybe they're talking about the MLB team. That's, again, that's not, an, that's not expansion. That's moving. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, expansion fee, I can come. I guess I can understand. No, I, I, but... I, 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 he has to be talking about NBA, then. Yeah. Because that would make yeah, sense. That, that would be, be an yeah. expansion deal. Yeah, they would, they would, and they will. And that's who, that's who will get it will be them. We, we've already established that, right? Yes, I think so. Yeah, unfortunately. Texas says, my first apartment was in Devonshire. Oh, yeah. Nice. I lived right over there. Texture says, now David Pollock out at ESPN. This is depressing. So many talented people left without a job just so ESPN can pay Stephen A. Smith $100 million. That's what it feels like. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Texas says, the ESPN layoffs were done to accommodate Brian Windhorst's catering budget. Oh, that's... that's, <laughs> that's is that the bad NBA guy? Yeah. He does have one of my one of my most I think it was my most retweeted and liked tweet before the Marquise Noel thing from the past NCAA tournament was I'd save the graphic and I was like this is my favorite ESPN script graphic of all time and it was from like five years ago where they have you know they do like the on the phone and this is before they would do like Zoom interviews it's like on the phone and they would have like the, the person's picture and then like their little bio next to it and it's like on the phone Brian Windhorst and this guy's picture of him looking especially hefty. And then underneath it says, veteran NBA guard from 2007 to 2012. Oh, no. Texas Cal also said that getting WVU players was fate. So he's essentially calling Huggins' alcohol problems fate. Nice. That is sad if he's saying that. Yeah, I, I'm assuming. I know that's not. I'm sure that's not what he meant. But that's a Dabo quote. God wanted us. That is. God wanted us to get this alcoholics former players. That does sound like a Dabo quote. <laughs> there's a little bit. There's probably more Dabo and Cal than Cal would care to admit. <laughs> yeah, he did have the famous uh, footprints in the sands tweet. Did he remember the the tweet where he's like walking on the beach today and saw some footprints in the sand. It reminded me of the poem, Footprints in the Sand. <laughs> it's one of the greatest tweets of all time. That's like something I would say. It, it does. It really does. Sexa says... What is the name of that damn poster? What do you mean? What is, it? It's not, is it just called Footprints? It, it's a poem. Yeah, okay. Footprints in the Sand, yeah. I thought it was... I remember... I, I was, I'll never forget That's that. when I was carrying. My, my grandmother had that like in like a picture frame like on her... At the house, I just remember uh, being just like really stoned as a kid and just staring at it, reading it over and over. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Who was carrying you? 
I'm not allowed to sit there. Just, just it's deep, bro. Looking at this, <laughs> looking, it was on the little like, uh, China cabinet thing. Man, I sit there and read it nonstop. You said it. <laughs> He's carrying me. That's why I don't. There's only one set. Texture says, <laughs> "Yeah, Cal also used the people had thoughts on the Calipari press conference. I, I didn't think it was gonna get this much. We track. should have watched it. Yeah, I, I did see that he used the the real G's move in silence line from Little Wayne, talking about him like doing stuff behind closed doors, which also is him. St- I mean, that's the Kenny Payne line. That's Kenny Payne. Yeah, the thing say. is though, Kenny Payne now he's never, still in Kenny Payne stuff. Well, we've talked about this. Kenny Payne never said that." Like that—that's a line that has been prescribed to Kenny Payne by Kenny Payne fans. Yeah, Kenny Payne's never actually come out and been like, "I move in silence," because Kenny Payne doesn't talk to us ever. But like a lot of people have always like last year it was this whole Kenny, KP's moving in silence. We're gonna get guys. We're gonna get guys, and then we didn't get guys. But this year it's been more of don't worry about who we're going after. Boom, Danilo Yovanovich, who we've never heard of, is, is coming here. Boom, Trenton Flowers is for classifying. Like there were some surprise. Well, I guess we heard about. Yeah, the flowers we knew about. Dino came out of nowhere, though. He came out of nowhere, and then Tyler Johnson came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, he did. And may not be coming here at all. Who knows? Texas maybe angry guy is angry because he slept with Trevor's mom. <laughs> that's, that's quite a possibility. Dad didn't hang around. Texas says, talking about stupid things, back in the day when the crew would go up to the lake, we'd ice down a keg, throw it in the bed of a pickup along with four or five guys, and partake the whole way to the lake different times. Yeah, I mean, that's a dumb thing to do, but I, yeah, I, f- I feel like we did a lot of dumb stuff. Oh, yeah, I did that. That's, yeah. Put a, put a separate, separate cooler in the back seat was, yeah, and yeah. Texture says, uh, did we get the Trevorism of all Trevorisms earlier? Glizzy, I don't think I can say that. Hyman. That's, that's her real name. Okay. It's like it's Lizzie. Lizzie. They said Glizzie on the text line. I'm telling you, Google it right now. Hand, hand up. Lizzie Hyman Band. I see an editorial at People Magazine. <laughs> Something along those lines. He says, say you were very confident, <laughs> and now. Well, I love that. There is no Lizzie Hyman. The person band. that comes up is Lizzie Hyman on Twitter. Who is, works for people. It works for people, yeah. No, this she played the violin. I swear to God, I people, I was it. not on that many drugs. I I was on a lot. You clearly are wrong Cause, about this. Because we it, it was Led Zeppelin, and we went to Indianapolis. I had fourth row seats, awesome seats. I stayed out all night outside the, uh, the record no store. No one's doubting that you went to this concert. It's just very clear that you're wrong about this person's name. Okay. Because eventually one day I saw her like later on on like Letterman or something. I was like, "Hey, it's the uh, the the girl who plays violin. She put or the I guess maybe it's a fiddle. I don't know. Was it Thin Lizzy? No, it wasn't Thin Lizzy. That's a, that's a black Irishman. I know that. <laughs> it's not, there's, there's, there's like twelve of them. I know. I know. I know the. Only, I know the only famous black Irishman. <laughs> Anyways, so we gotta get out of here. I want to find this damn this. I trust you. It's, it was Lizzie Hyman, the violinist, <laughs> who opened for Led Zeppelin. Uh, we can go ahead and pick this game because it's top four right now. There's still no score. Reds have no uh, hits. Reds Padres, uh, fourth inning. No score. Do the Reds. Graham Ashcraft in the zone right now. Great. Although he has a runner on. Padres have a runner on first with one out. Who wins this game, TK? Are the Reds hanging out in first for at least another day? Oh, yeah. It's party. It's party in the USA in Cincinnati tonight. 
flush the skyline chili because all the crap is going to be gone. Reds win, <laughs> and Taylor Swift sings, uh, puts on a great show for Mary. Reds win, Swifties go nuts. Reds fans pile over to Paycor to cheer on Taylor Swift. Not, not since Disco Night Disasters there have been such a, a music combination with. Well, you, you did see like the earlier this year the Reds had the, like, their their highest attended game at Great American Ballpark ever because they had Zach Brown doing the concert. Yeah, no. we drove. It was the day we drove past yeah, going it, up okay. to Columbus. Yeah, they were they were on the bats game like they just they set a, a GAA sure, we're gonna go, record at forty two thousand. Zach Brown, I think, had something to do with it. They, they did. <laughs> All right, uh, we're out of here. We will be on the air Monday, uh, July third, three o'clock. Tune in then. Until then, everyone have a fantastic weekend. See you guys on Monday. Bye.